Hi. I miss you in my life. I miss you too. And I'm not going to pretend to sing nicely. I love your voice. Um, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wonderless Podcast. What, what? Yes. And for all those of you who are here for the first time, we like to cover things that are weird, unexplained, unexpected, unknown. We basically just like to talk about whatever our little minds wonder about. We do have sister subjects that we cover every week. And what are they? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Um, they are paranormal and supernatural, true crime and history, and science and nature. And what are we covering this week, my lovely sister? Paranormal and supernatural. I said that really stupid, but I am actually very excited. I am I feel very like, excited. I feel like I say I'm very excited every week, though. Yeah, we're, we like to do this. This is fun for us. Like, That's true. We do enjoy this. Newsflash. This is one of our favorite things to do. It is. And I've missed you so much. Oh, my God. I've missed you, too. And I just, like, want to say hi. <laughs> I was really freaked out because the door behind me just opened. And Little Miss Thing just walked in here. Jill is here. She's sniffing. Jelly Bean. I have Little Miss Thing here on my end, too. Oh, is that Miss Princess Zelda? Yes, she may be on the audio because she's a little hyper since cats are nocturnal ish. <laughs> They're nocturnal ish. <laughs> Jill's like not allowed to be in here ever, so she's really about it. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, Zelda's fe- feeling very uh, exploratory and chatty. She's a Siamese, so she really likes to meow at me. She's a Siamese, if you please. Come on now. If you please, with the cutest little blue eyes. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, yeah, so for those of you who are with us during spooky season, question mark, um, <laughs> October kind of kicked our asses. Uh, we were really excited to like spook it up with everybody, and then I decided to um, be an overachiever and get three jobs. And Three jobs, guys. Yeah, it's. I am living to regret that decision by the minute. Um, but yeah, October just like was a whirlwind. I didn't even get to carve pumpkins. Like I didn't even decorate, y'all. Oh, I didn't I did. even <gasps> decorate for Halloween. Like I didn't I even have post time. My decorations. You really should. I was. I have so many Halloween decorations, and I was so excited. All fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> I was so excited. Did you see that? I can't hear you. You can't hear me? No. What about now? No. Zelda! (laughs) Can we pause? Are you muted on FaceTime? Oh, yeah. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Oopsies. Sorry, Zelda just, like, decided to run across my computer and bump into my mic for it's anybody like that was curious. It's like being on Safari. Jill's just appearing out of nowhere, and I swear to God, it's freaking me the fuck out. She's looking at me now. She's like, what are you doing? I'm very concerned for you and your well-being. You know what's really funny is I was sitting in here for, like, 30 minutes, quietly, mm-hmm. looking stuff on my computer, getting prepared. I was talking to you on the phone, and she was fine. 
And then as soon as I start recording, she's like, I need to jump across the computer. She's this like, second. I sense that this is about me. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I was literally so excited to fucking decorate. I can't even believe that my Halloween decorations have sat in the basement for an entire year just to not even be appreciated. I am going to be smited for this. I can feel it. No, I mean, you had good reason. Three jobs is a lot. I don't know if anybody knows that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also, yeah, what happened to your finger, sister? Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, guys, so my little finger, uh, not my little, little finger, but my ring finger on my right hand is all splinted and taped up because I got stitches, mm-mm, and not the ones that Shawn Mendes has, mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I got uh, beat up by a champagne flute glass. That's what happened to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I was washing a glass, and I don't know if you guys know this, for anyone who's not in the service industry, and I had to explain this to someone who had never worked in the service industry before today, but like glassware, any kind of glassware, it gets microfractures just from like being used, from being put down on a table, put in a dish rack, from being like washed, and that just happens. Yeah. And champagne flutes are the most fragile of the glassware, generally speaking, of then they're followed by, like, martini glasses, and then usually followed by, like, wine glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when you go to wash glasses at a bar, like, we have this, like, automated brush roll thing, which is a hazard. <laughs> and um, the flutes are, like, very narrow, and the brush roll is, like, made for, like, all widths, and you stick uh-huh. a flute on there, and I put a punt two flutes down, and one of them, the stem broke and went right up my fucking finger. Yikes! Yes, it was propelled into my hand, which is delightful. Oh. Yes, and that honestly killed my Halloween weekend. It killed the vibe because that happened the day before Halloween. I was in the ER the entire <laughs> night. Yay! Just the way we love to spend Halloween. Oh right? my god, no. And not even for like a fun reason. No, it was, you were working. And it was so bad. You got beat up by a glass. Yeah, and it's like, and I had to go to the ER because there's no, there was no urgent cares open at fucking midnight. Oh um, no. Yeah, which like, just as like a shout out to all the healthcare professionals out there, like, if something happens to you and you have to go to the ER or urgent care, like, please be kind to these people. They are dealing with so much. And just like every other industry, like, they're dealing with understaffing, but they're also, like, dealing with, like, severely wounded people. And, I mean, are I... Are saying you're severely wounded? No, no. I'm saying, like, I knew that going into it, so I actually had to leave. I left at, like, 5 a.m. I was like, hey, man, listen, um... I understand, like, they got, like, four ambulances in that were obviously, like, serious situations. Yay! And we didn't see anyone in the ER for hours. Like, not mm. anyone that worked at the hospital besides a security guard. And so I just went up to the desk, and I was like, hey, man, um, I just want to let you know, like, I understand you guys got way more serious issues on your hands, and at this point, I'm just going to go to one urgent care, because I've now waited here till almost 6 a.m. Urgent care is going to open in an hour, so. Oh, my God. You didn't tell me that part. That's awful. Yeah, I didn't get stitches till, like, 10 a.m. I was literally (sighs) up all night. (laughs) Yeah. 
was no like, wonder it killed the vibe. Oh Jeez. my god, it literally killed the Halloween vibe. I had so many costumes in my car. Mind you guys, I was in full Halloween makeup when this happened. <laughs> And I don't even know what I was. I was like a jester that was somehow also like a skeleton. So I was basically a juggalo sitting in the fucking ER looking like an idiot and like in a literal insane clown. And um, I just felt like such a fool. (laughs) It was so dumb. I was crying at urgent care. Like I'm literally like they had me over the sinks. They were washing out my hand. And I just, and she asked me what pharmacy, what pharmacy do I use? Okay, I was at an urgent care an hour and a half from my house. That's what happened. That's how that en- how I ended up at, there at the end of the day. And um, and she asked me what pharmacy do I prefer in case they need to give me antibiotics. And I was like, I just started sobbing. And she's like, What's going on here? And I was like, I'm sorry. I've just been up all night, and this is such a stupid injury. And I just am like, I'm just frustrated. And she's like, Okay, like you're gonna be fine. And I'm like, Okay, well, thanks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really stressful. It's not how I wanted to spend Halloween. It's okay, it's dumb, and I hate it. Like, can can you just stitch me up and send me on my way? I did bring them a big gift basket of popcorn because that's one of my three jobs. Is I work at a popcorn <laughs> shop. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's really good popcorn. Um, but yeah, um, my guy at the popcorn place, he was he sent me up with this beautiful gift basket, and I brought it in when I brought in like my forms like the next day and um and the girl that was working was like what is this for and i was like babe it's for you you're doing a great job and i love you (laughs) and it's for everyone that had to see me fucking cry in clown makeup it's for all of that like Like literally, it's for the trauma I caused you. Actually, like <laughs> I just love that. Like you're like, babe, it's for you. And I'm sure the person was like, is it really though? Or like, why is she saying it like this? And you definitely said it exactly like that. I could tell that the people behind her, like at the other desks, were a little confused. But she seemed emotionally moved, and that made oh, me happy. Okay. I was so like, there you go. I just respect y'all a lot, and. um just yeah so it would be nice to if anything weird or dumb happens to you just make sure you know that like they are doing their fucking best um and it is it is tough titties out there yo when i was in the er low key low key y'all um i asked them i was like listen because you can't have anyone come in with you Mm. And obviously, I had to be driven there, so my ride was waiting the entire time in the car <gasps> while I was inside. The entire time. Oh, my God. It was a delightful night, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> um, but so I asked, I was like, listen, I have someone waiting outside, and I, I understand it's going to be a long time. I'm not asking because they want to be pushed ahead or anything. It was like just an estimate. Just let me know so I can let them know. And she looks at me, and she goes, you know, maybe like three hours and I was like, okay, that's fair. There's a lot of people here. And she's like, yeah, the problem is, is we don't have any space. So it's just a matter of finding someone who can set up something in the hallway. They were going to stitch me in the hallway. Oh, my God. Yes. So this is why I just want to reiterate, please be nice to your healthcare professionals. And any, honestly, and everyone, there's no reason to be rude to people who are working right now, like, at all. And if you are literally... 
sitting on unemployment, I don't judge you. I'm just saying, like, don't be rude to your 18-year-old server or even the nurse or, like, anyone. Just don't be rude to people who are working. Like, just be a kind person. They have to deal with enough bullshit. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Well, what is it that Mr. Rogers used to say? Um, it's okay to be tired, but it's not okay to be cranky. No, that's what our father said. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me think. Um, like kindness is the best something. I don't know. I was going to give you another pull string. Ooh, give phrase. me another one. Give me another one. It's all fun and games till so someone gets hurt. Bam! <laughs> mm-hmm, and happy Halloween! Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> Forever after the fact. Yeah, yeah. But I did do the spooky merch, so if you're excited for spooky merch, spooky merch is up. What? Yes, all that spooky merch is up, and I'll post more about it. But yes, it is up, it is there. I'm going to get tattoos of it, and that's not even a lie. I was going to say, Emily and I are getting (laughs) tattoos of our own merch, because we're we're that kind of people. She did a really good job, though. Okay, guys, you need to check it out, because I love them. Also, I'm not trying to bring this up. This is going to become our new Florida. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Yeah. Um, so we usually somehow mention Florida in the podcast, and this doesn't Do count. We? Yeah, this doesn't count as the Florida mention. You'll know it if it happens. But I've been going back and listening to older episodes to get, like, ideas for things. Um, yes, I listen to my own podcast. I'm a very cool person. Couldn't you tell? We Couldn't are the you best. tell by me okay. being dressed as a literal clown in the fucking ER? But you were a cute, creepy clown. I was. It was very, very cute. I was really proud of my makeup, and then I forgot that I had to wear masks at work, and I was like, why did I do this to myself? Okay, I also, used eyeliner for everything. That shit did not come off. No, it does not. Because <laughs> I, I did that, too. Also, one of Emily's very first costumes ever was a for clown. Halloween was a clown. She yeah. was not happy about it then either, actually. I think that was a premonition. That was a premonitionary <laughs> moment that I was fucking having. I was like, I know I, I know one day this is going to come back to haunt me. <laughs> you know, okay, so we were really little at this time. I was like four and Emily was like two or somewhere around those ages. It was like first Halloween vibes. That's like the first documented Halloween no, that was the first one you could walk. So that counts so, for me. That if yes. I can't walk on Halloween, I, that doesn't count as a first Halloween for me. Sorry to tell the new moms out there. But, like, it's just, that's what that one's for you. That's still your Halloween. You're dressing that up. Okay. Anyways. So, <laughs> I mean, you didn't like this costume either. But you were, like, one and a half or almost two. And uh, I was, like, four. And I don't remember much about that Halloween, although I was a princess and i was very excited with my twirly princess dress. oh yeah no you looked great i think that's probably why i was pissed i was like this bitch is a princess <laughs> and i'm a goddamn clown with lipstick one on of my the nose? things that i remember is watching you pull and all i can think of is to say is pull an evie because evie used to do this shit or she'd like like nobody else can see what i'm doing but like do anything <laughs> possible her head around in weird ways <laughs> To avoid the makeup on her face. And keep in mind, the only makeup that mom wanted to put on was, like, a little bit of red on her nose. And she was not fucking having it. Why do I have to be a clown and she's a princess? That doesn't make sense. No. No. That's not a good enough reason. And also, that's how Jill reacts when I try to clip her nails. I know. That's what... (laughs) It's, like, the same reaction that Zelda gives me when I have to give her antibiotics. She's like, no, no, no. That's what it was. terrible. Let me die. 
So yeah, yeah. So yeah, shit's been weird lately, but yeah, shit has been weird. But you know, we've decided. Oh, to I forgot what I was gonna say. Fact. Sorry. What were you gonna say? Did you I don't just remember. Again? <laughs> oh my god. But I was gonna say something about demons and devils. And that's where that whole Florida mention. No, no, it's like it had something to do with. I'll go back and listen to it and I'll remember and I'll be like, shit. But yeah, no, I was going back and listening to our our first episodes, Sarah. I don't want to think about that. It's so cringy. And it was only like not even a year ago. What? No, they're good. No, they're good. I wasn't cringing. But um, that's good. The first two episodes, guess what we mentioned both times? What? Demons and devils. <laughs> <laughs> I would see my guess was gonna be demons and dead things. Yes, yes, you're yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. it was it was it's like we I was I've been waiting. Now I'm gonna go through the all the other episodes and be like, do we mention this every time? Because this might look suspicious to some people. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Okay, so you know, October may be over, but spooky is a way of life. And it is a way of life for us, and we love it, and we're just going to embrace it. So we're just going to be your favorite spooky podcast all year round. It's fine. That's what we love the most in life. And I feel like this month it was taken from us. And um, I know. And it was also, like, mad hot up here. Like, it's cold now, but that was, I like, was... this week it got cold. No, that's where how it was here, too, and I was very annoyed. Yeah. Like, not a, not about it. No. Like, I didn't even know how to dress. I was like, I was wearing sundresses until last week, and then now uh-huh. all of a sudden it's like I have to wear three layers. And I'm like, what happened to fall? Where did it go? Yep. Yep. Oh, this morning it frosted, and I had to scrape off my car, so that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. When I was talking to you last night, it was cold as shit. Yeah. It was like 20 degrees. Well, it's not that cold here, but I'm fine with it. I don't it's need it to be that cold. It's random. Like, I think right now mm-hmm. it's, like, 40, but it's, like... And then it, it's been snowing or doing, like, weird shit lately where it's so cute because we'll be doing popcorn stuff at the popcorn shop. And we just look outside and we're like, whoa, what's that? <laughs> it's, it's like no. No, it hasn't been snowing no. yet. It's, like, hail and then sleet or slush, a wintry Yuck. mix. I don't um, like any of those things. Yeah, but it's been happening, and that's going to happen soon. And so we have to make up for that weird weather by just continually talking about spooky things that make us happy. Yep. That's that's what I've decided. Yeah. That's the code I'm living by now. Yeah, I agree. I, I, think... have, a, I have a whole spooky shelf in my house year-round. Bitch, <laughs> you have a spooky life. Like, a spooky shelf in your house. I'm really proud of the... <laughs> the uh, presents i got you for your birthday i know i'm still waiting on the bug <gasps> the spider's not there yet <gasps> no you said it was gonna get here in november though oh did i i'm checking yeah now. no i paid attention track package in transit yikes it was inbound from like germany yeah it was inbound customs on september 30th 
Uh, I'm wondering if maybe they're not allowed to send it here because it's... Is it a real bug or is it a fake bug? I think it's a real bug. It's taxidermy. So they might not let you send it internationally. They may just have to really check it. Damn, that was the best one. I know. You should message them. Oh, well, I like the other two, though, too. Zelda is sitting underneath me just, like, purring. Like a small weirdo. Look at her. Look at her sweet face. She's oh gosh, very she's purring sweet. Directly into the mic. Oh, what a sweet baby. Oh, a sweet oh baby. my gosh. Look at this sweet face. Are you ready to crack into it? Ew, my voice was like so crackly and weird. You <laughs> <laughs> ready to crack into it? Okay, it did not sound that bad. <laughs> I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Isn't that SpongeBob? Oh, fuck yeah, it is. Oh, Yo. wait. No, I have to tell you something real quick. Oh, thank God. Tell me something. <laughs> Seriously. Thank God. <laughs> so, Evie, yesterday, was like, Mommy, can we listen to music that you listened to when you were a kid? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll have to think of some and I'll find you a playlist. She was like, okay. So I put on uh, Jackson 5. What's that song called? All I Want Is You? No, that's Spice Girls. Come on, baby, give me one more chance. That one, yeah. The one we did the dance team song to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I played that for her. Sorry. And I was like, do you like it? And she was like, eh. I'm like, what? And she's like, I know. And I'm like, what? And she's like, mommy, everybody's allowed to have their different opinions. I'm like, this is what happens when you try to normalize everything. I'm talking to you, Gen Z. Continue. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then I put on, um, what was the other song that I put on? The Uga Chaka song. I can't fight this yeah. feeling. Hooked on a feeling. Yep. Deep inside of me. And I was like all into it and there having fun. I found it. And then I looked back at her. I was like, do you like this one? She's like, nah. I'm like, oh my God, what song are you talking about? I was okay, like, okay, but wait, I didn't wait. appreciate that song until I was older, I will say. Agreed. So then I was like, okay, maybe she'll like the Spice Girls. So I put on the Spice Girls. Which one? And I play, what do you mean, which one? So tell me what you want. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay, okay. So I put that one on. That was the first one. And she started laughing. <gasps> I was like, are you trying to hurt me? It's like, is this when I find out that you're not really my child? Like, and I was like, it's Spice Girls. I was getting into it. So I was like, you don't like this? And she's like, I mean, it's okay. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. So then I played Mama by the Spice Girls, which Ew. she did like. Ugh, I don't like that song. Yeah, she liked it because it was sentimental. Um, and then she was Aww. like, no, mom, it's that one song that you used to listen to when you were a kid. I can't remember what it sounds like. And I, then it clicked. I was like, oh, she wanted to listen to Alanis Morissette. The uninvited <laughs> song? <laughs> yeah. I weirdly liked that song as a kid, but it also gave me the creeps at the same time. Yeah, because it's a little creepy song and it's a good song. I love it. But that is the one that she wanted to listen to. 
I don't even remember how it goes. You're uninvited. Yeah. <laughs> don't jump up here. Uh, but yeah, so I tried to introduce her to the Spice Girls and Jackson 5 and other songs, and she didn't like any of them except for Lance Morissette. And I was really disappointed, and now I'm going to make her listen to those songs more. She might not like them now, but she'll like them more when she's older. She'll be like, oh my god, my mommy's to making this into this. <laughs> Trauma. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, um, I popped on your Musica playlist today because I, I got the itis. I, um, I had lunch, and then I immediately was like, I need to take I'm a dead. nap. Yeah. yeah. So you put on my playlist? Yeah, I was like, I need to take a nap. And so I was feeling really sleepy and tired, and I was listening to us. So I was like, I just want to cuddle with my sister. We're very normal, by the way. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so I had to throw on La Mordidita. And I, did, and I was like, I was jamming out. I'm like tapping my foot so hard, like doing the chicken bop, head bop. I'm like, mm reggaeton it and i busted through shit listen let me tell y'all if you ever need to get some shit done throw on some reggaeton and you will get that shit done asap that is adderall for latinas i was gonna say people make fun of me and they're like when when do you listen to it i'm like when i need to get shit done yeah that's basically what it is i listen to it when i drive i listen to it when i work out i listen to it when i clean Mm -hmm. i listen to it when i cook Mm -hmm. (laughs) i listen to it if i need to be hyped up to try and be a normal adult. That's what gets me through. Yeah. yeah. Got some Nikki Jam. J Balvin. J Balvin, Matt. Ricky Iglesias. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. I can be a hero, baby. Okay, All right. That one. I can Anyways. take away the pain. Oh, yeah. All right. I know I you guys didn't sign on to this podcast to listen to me sing shitty songs. No, I, I, they're not shitty songs. I am singing shitty I was going to say, do you want to fight? Because I already had my daughter critique no. my song no, choices today. No, they're my today. favorite. Stop. Wham. Yikes. Um, that was a weird voice. <laughs> that was my... <laughs> that's what they thought the world looked like. I don't... I don't. Don't like it. <laughs> oh no, I liked that one. Um, it makes me feel cringy. I don't know why. Yeah. As he, as, stop. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> what, what are, are we talking, talking about? about? <laughs> oh my god. Ew. <laughs> it's like gross that you I'm also in said your the same head. thing. I know you're so rude. <laughs> what are we talking about, sister? If there's something strange. In the transatlantic area, who neighborhood? (laughs) Ghost hunters. But yeah, I don't have a song there. Um. I thought you were gonna do it. No. I can't do it anymore. I'm like hyping you up so much with my arms, and I know, but you can't see my arms. But you see, you see me now, and I was like, Oh, man. All Basic. Right. Okay, so that was the sound effect for me, like, doing hype-up arms. And if you don't know what that is, that's basically, like, elbows at shoulder height. Okay? With hands arms dangling and waving like a little like scarecrow. A, like a scarecrow. 
<laughs> that's her that's her hype up arms <laughs> yes but then up and then down and then it's like yeah apparently i, I am I an actual member one. of an of the insane clown posse you are did we you know, know that this. they have that song that's like chop 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 swing 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 now burn that one that's like so popular on tiktok and shit no okay so uh real talk i have not been able to get on tiktok recently because i've been so stressed out and it just will sensory overload for me so i'm like eh, i have like 25 notifications <laughs> on tiktok and i like can't it, now it's gotten to the point where i like can't look at it because there's too much that i have to look at i don't, i know okay. i'm a normal person guys you are very normal um <laughs> You paint skulls. You put ketchup on rice. You're the most Why normal person. Why are we going to mention that again? I know. I know you just listened to the first episode. You're so freaking rude. Oh, my God. <laughs> so normal. Um, no, you to be fair. You vacuum cleaner cord. I do. Yo, that's a spooky story. Should we tell it? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Guys, have you ever wondered how long your vacuum cleaner cord is? It doesn't say it on the box. <laughs> it does not say how long the cord is. How do you find out how long the cord is? Well, you got to measure it. Okay. And you know what? Do you ever think when you're vacuuming, you're like, God, this cord is just not long enough. How long is long enough? You know? And why are they shorting us on the cord? You got to figure it out. That was a pun and you missed it. Um, huh. <laughs> <laughs> So, one time when I was, like, really smart... Um, I was going to say, how old were you, though, sister? Oh, I was probably 12 or 13. I was smarter than everyone else at the time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was not allowed to vacuum because parents were on the phone. So, I decided, and my frustration, because vacuuming was my chore of choice, I think I liked it, and then I didn't very quickly... <laughs> That's like, how that goes. It's like yeah. laundry, you know? It's like the first couple times you're told to match up socks. You're like, this is a game. This is fun. And then you realize that is the rest of your life. That is the beginning of the rest of your life. <laughs> the rest of your life. <laughs> and then you're scarred forever, and you never want to match up socks. I yeah, me. I was going to say. <laughs> um, I know it's not you. It's me. I don't match them up, but I will take the time to find the other pair. That's the game that I have now. I don't match them up before I put them in the drawer, but I will take the time to find the other one and be I like, I that. <laughs> what? I thought you always wear mismatched socks. Okay. If it's the same, like, from the feel. same package of sock. You're like, if it has the same mouth feel, I'll wear it. Ew. <laughs> Stop. If it's from the same package, but, like, okay, I have this package of uh, Under Armour socks, and they have, like, the little Under Armour symbol, and um, they're all different colors. So I'll wear an under, a sock with an Under Armour symbol that's green and one that's pink. Still feels the same, and it's the same exact sock. They're just a slightly different variant. Right. Like the mm. Delta and the Reggae COVID-19. Um... She's got one on each foot. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I no, make myself laugh. The That's same what matters <laughs> to me. <laughs> it feels the same to you. There you go. That's the line. Anyway, so basically, <laughs> I was impatient. My parents were on the phone. I decided to measure the vacuum cleaner cord. How do you do that? How do I? How did I do that? Well, obviously, I used a tape measure. Okay, and I tried. Okay. 
laying the cord out, but we had an upright vacuum cleaner cord. So there was a there was a parabola, you know, there was a curve that I needed mm-hmm. to take into account. And I'm like, well, this isn't an accurate representation of what we're dealing with here. And mm-hmm. I couldn't get like the cord because it had slack, you know, and the tape measure, which didn't have slack to like line up properly. And I was very intent on this task. So had to be accurate. It needed to be an accurate calculation, guys. I will remind you all again. I was smarter than everybody else at the time. So <laughs> I like how you put at the time. At the time. I have uh, been on a quick steep downgrade since then. Um, Hashtag gifted children. Anyways. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um <laughs> So I decided that, oh, well, if I plug in the vacuum cleaner cord, <laughs> it's it's taut. I can pull it taut, and it'll taut. still be plugged into the wall. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, the tape measure won't s- suspend itself in midair. That's a bummer. So, oh, but the cord is plugged into the wall. I can just put the metal tape measure between the vacuum cleaner cord and the wall while it's plugged in. Nothing will happen. No. Sparks flew. Your girl got shocked. Sparks literally flew. (laughs) The owl was busted for the rest of the two decades that we lived there. Um, Yeah. And I was scarred by it physically and men- mentally, emotionally, and uh, were, here were we are you today. Physically scarred? Where were you physically scarred? My finger. It got a little burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And that's the vacuum cleaner cord story. Thank you, and welcome to my trauma. Yay! You guys are getting to know us really well. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I like V V well. <laughs> <laughs> a little too well. Probably, but you know. See, the benefit of a podcast is that it just feels like I'm just talking to you because that's what we're doing while we record. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to think about the people that are potentially listening to all of this. And then I just realize it later when one of my friends comes up to me and is like, Do you really put ketchup on rice stuff? Every day. Every day. God damn it. <laughs> All right, right. so if there's something strange in the neighborhood, in the transatlantic neighborhood, who are you going to call, Sarah? Ghost Hunters! (laughs) Ghost Hunters! That was beautiful. Second time's a charm. That was beautiful. Yeah, guys, this week we're talking about Ghost Hunters. What, what? Yes, the TV yes. show. Yes, we were obsessed. Yes, we watched it for years on obsessed. a projector in our house with all the lights turned off because we're hardcore. I was going to say, it was one of our um, best bonding shows as a family. Like that, America's Next Top Model and Gilmore Girls. Yo, we did get down to America's Next Top Model. That shit. We, we were hardcore about that for a while. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's where I first began to strut in the house. Just working on my or model smize. Walk. Yes. I tried yeah. to smize at someone who was taking my pictures at work. There was like a guy who was doing a photography project. Anyways, he was like, can I take your <laughs> portrait? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I'm wearing a mask and I'm trying to smize. Also had glasses on. 
not that that changes how my face looked, because... <laughs> smizing so hard and he goes okay could you look less miserable in this one <laughs> and I was like I was giving you smolder I was giving you fire like I was giving you You're my best faces cackle like Grover over here stop <laughs> oh my god alright so what is Ghost Hunters it was our favorite paranormal and reality TV show which first aired on October 6th in 2004. Ah, the good old days. Which makes this year 17 years since their first <gasps> air date. Ew. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I just said it. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that when I went back and started watching season one. That was in 2004. 2004, guys. Yo. And also, we took this opportunity to go back and binge a lot of Ghost Hunters, which was really fun for us. Yeah, it really uh, illuminated a lot of things. So also, can I preface this with why I started watching Ghost Hunters? Yes, please. Um, I am sometimes a trendsetter, and I did get us onto this particular show. Uh, because... Yeah, girl, Sarah was <laughs> very, very afraid of ghosts until uh, way too late. <laughs> I was going to say way too late in my life, actually. Um, well, we had weird experiences, which we've talked about before. Like, we okay, had but the, like we had spoopy vibes. We did have spoopy vibes. But I was like, the you anxiety about it. Shut up. Not, guys. <laughs> Go back um, and listen to the Imaginary Friends episode. Oh, I forgot about that episode. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> ah, God, one. that one was so creepy. Hmm. Anyways, so, yeah, I had this intense fear slash constant anxiety about ghosts and hauntings. Um, and we started watching after 2004, uh, but yeah, I wanted to start watching it as a sort of exposure therapy so that hopefully it would help me not be as afraid, which it actually did work. <laughs> so yay me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's why we started watching it. So anytime that it was I on sci-fi. I did not know that. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I, honestly, when you said that initially, I was like, yeah, I don't remember why we started watching Ghost Hunters. I was, was recording all of them. That was, like, a deep, regressive period in my mind. Like, I don't remember a lot from those days, but I do mm. remember watching Ghost Hunters. I just mm-hmm. didn't remember why we started. Yeah, no, it was definitely because I was intensely afraid of ghosts still. Um, and while well, I was like, this, I need to stop. <laughs> I'm supposed to be an adult soon. I think <laughs> I might have been legally an adult around the time, around the time we actually started. No, we didn't start in 2004, though. Oh, okay. Pretty sure we started around my senior year of high school. Yeah, but how old were you when you graduated? 17. Okay, that's not an adult. I was not an so adult I said close. I'm, oh, definitely not. Legally, though, you're close. <laughs> She's like, no, you absolutely not. <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> 
not even going to try and back down from that. Anyways. Yep, there so. we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, initially, the show featured two leads, Jason Hawes and Grant Wilson, who worked together as Roto Rumor as Roto-Rooter Plumbers. Do you remember that time I almost caused a car accident because we saw a Roto-Rooter van? Uh-huh. I was, that's why I paused and looked at you meaningfully. It's a Roto-Rooter van! I thought, because uh-huh. I was smarter than everybody else at the time, I thought that every Roto-Rooter van meant that Jason and Grant were, like, solving <laughs> a ghost hunting case. That's how deep into the show we were. At one time we were driving and a Roto-Rooter... I had never seen one ever before in my life except for no, on Ghost Hunters. After, and at yeah. that one moment, I still have never seen another one. <laughs> yeah, and that was like when we were on like Colonial or Semeron. It was, it was something. Big, I was crazy, like, they must busy be road. And I was like, yeah, it was terrifying for me. Um, they could have been on the way to do the St. Augustine episode, but, you know. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they were Roto-Rooter... Oh, God damn it. Roto Rooter plumbers. Yes. By day and by night, they hunted ghosts. Um, they founded the Atlantic Paranormal Society, i.e., TAPS, in 1995. Did you know, by the way, Jason Haas founded his first paranormal group in mm-hmm. 1990? Before you were born and right after I was born. This one he founded his first one. It was called RIPS, the Rhode Island Paranormal Society, and it was based out of Rhode Island. Oh, that's cute. Like R- the RIPs. Yeah. All um, right. Was there like an inciting incident for Jason Hawes? Oh, yes. I have that. Ooh. I'm okay. excited to hear about it. Guys, when I said that I went deep into this, uh, I also bought an electronic book written by Jason and Grant. Okay. There is a book that they wrote called Seeking Spirits, The Lost Cases of the Atlantic Paranormal Society. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But basically in there, it says that he started seeing ghosts when he was 20, which I was like, that's kind of late to start seeing ghosts. Like, is he a medium? Okay, but wait. You ready? Okay. He had a girlfriend at the time. He says he had a girlfriend at the time that did Reiki <laughs> on him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like it. You went from he had a girlfriend at the time to he says he had a girlfriend. Like. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm just going to continue. I'm just going to breeze on past that. So this girlfriend was into Reiki and she did Reiki on him. Reiki is very popular in New England. Yes. And he says that she manipulated his life force, and six months later, he started seeing apparitions. Are you shitting my dick? (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I know that's a thing, but, like, ew. Um, Um, But, like, seriously, that's how... This is where it started? This is where it started for him. He legit thought he was going crazy until he spoke to a paranormal researcher that just, and they, the person just said that he was becoming more sensitive to paranormal phenomenon. Um, he Whoa. also, yeah, he also only got some relief from the visions and seeing the, the apparitions after a stranger suggested that he try eating green olives. 
And it worked, apparently. I know. I can't perplexed. make this up. Yeah, you can't I make am this perplexed up. Perplexed beyond belief. Like I hate olives. The only time I ate them was any time I had to quarantine because I was exposed to someone with COVID, just to make sure that I could still smell and taste things. Yeah, so but we no, so I, still I don't like this. eating them. But we use green olives with when we make the Puerto Rican food. Well, that's different. That's not just like eating a bowl of green olives. Ugh, I can't even. But yeah, apparently eating green olives is the cure to not seeing ghosts. For well, Jason. Well, there you go, you guys. Uh, another fun fact about our good friend Jason. Um, he thinks that the Amityville house story is a fake. Amityville? He thinks Amityville is a fake? Why? Oh, yeah. Did I say it wrong? God damn it. We really need to do a compilation of all the things that we said wrong. Um, mainly me. I say a lot of things wrong. I think okay, it would be so. too long at this point. Like, we all <laughs> need to just accept that we know how to read. We just... <laughs> It's just the, like, reading in our head and then the translating it to our mouth. There's, like, some technical issues. I'm, There's some bugs. We need the fix in our next updates. I'm not even going to lie. It's, like, sometimes I literally, like, I'm talking so fast that I just, I say the wrong word, but I know what I mean. You know when you, yeah. like, read a word, like, you know that whole thing where it's, like, the first two letters, or the first letter and the last letter of the word are right, but everything else is jumbled. It's jumbled, but you can still read it. That's how my brain works. Yeah, that's how mine works also. Uh, So yeah, for Amityville? There you go, I did it. For Amityville, he said in an interview with the blog Geek Mom in 2015, um, he said that he would want to investigate the Amityville house if he had unlimited access and he said to answer this I would need a time machine I would want to go I would want to see what truly happened at the Amityville house I know the claims and I've studied the case for many years and I I spoke to George many times before he passed and found stories that never seemed to match the previous story I just believe there's way too much hype and not enough truth to it so I actually don't know that much about Amityville personally oh I've good because that's I've a topic seen... we're gonna do at some point yeah i figured but i'm but even just like a little a little sentence summation like i don't understand like what was the, what was the big deal because like i've heard a lot about the conjuring recently and i've never no, seen i've never re-watch. seen any of that never seen the movies but so amityville spark notes uh this kid killed his whole family in the middle of the night a kid, I think I mean teenager, I don't know. This guy killed his whole family in the middle of the night and uh they sold the house. The next people that lived in it claimed that there were terrifying ghosts and all kinds of stuff. Actually, and that's why we drink does a really detailed episode about the Amityville house. There are some wild ass claims. And there's like a supposed picture of a boy ghost. Oh, I've heard about that. But it literally just looks like a kid. Like, it looks like a real kid. So, like, it's probably just a real kid. In my humble opinion. So, yeah. I have heard about that, um, that picture. But I didn't realize that was the Amityville house. Yes. But I still stand by my theory, which I don't remember what episode I said it in. It was there, like, the last one or two or three. I don't remember. Um, but the whole theory of, like, how ghosts develop, 
with time, you know, like film. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like made a dumb face on accident and then it looked really funny. So I thought I would hold it and see how long it took you to notice. Not very long, but, <laughs> but no, I think my theory like is true because it's like when you go to like really, really ancient places, like, and there are like these residual haunts, there's like something that might be like an elemental, like there's all this shit going on, but it's like, those are like hundreds and hundreds of years in the making and many, see, many have people a, have died there. See, I have a different theory. Really? My theory is it's less like developing film. I do think it's kind of like developing film that it takes some tide t- time to like fade into the location. But I also think that over time, the haunting wears off. Because like, yeah, there are some old ass places that are haunted. But at least in watching the like a lot of the creepier stuff that like ghost hunters caught that i actually think is more legit wasn't in the stuff that was like four or five hundred years old was in the stuff that was like 100 200 years old and you don't ever see ghosts that are like neanderthals no i'm not saying that i'm just saying you know in like castles and shit like that like places where a lot I guess it's really more of, like, places where a lot of death took place over, like, a period. And then from there, I think then it's, like, you get all these different types of haunts. You know what we should look up? We should see if Pompeii is haunted. Wow. Yeah. I just assumed that everyone was still there. I mean, everybody is still there, but (laughs) it would be interested. (laughs) I mean, it's true, but it would be interesting... Uh, I've never thought about that. I've never thought about that either. That's a good point. Yeah, because I'm even thinking, I'm like, Because okay, a lot of deaths Castillo- took place there. Yeah. But it was a long time ago. Yeah. A long last time ago. Yeah, you might have some, you might have some thing to that. Because also, and I was telling Sarah this earlier, we were on the phone. Because, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I joke about, like, demons and devils. And it really, it was like, yes, that was... The Ladyman's episode, it's like I really was just trying to find inspiration for a Halloween costume. And then I was personally offended by what I found. (laughs) (laughs) Which was fair. (laughs) Um, But that doesn't mean that I don't think that there are, you know, insidious energies. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't claim to know what they are or like why that is. But I know, I know that things have been documented that are uh, inexplicable, and that, yeah. um, and that, and that, that those situations can be really serious. Because I know several times on Ghost Hunters, like we have seen things like shit getting thrown. Um, I there was uh, one that I watched recently in my binging that was like season four, where like. Yeah, uh, Jason got scratched a little bit in like um, yeah, scratching's no good. But like, actually, going back to that, the reason why my exposure therapy by watching Ghost Hunters worked mm-hmm. was because even though they went to all of these haunted, haunted, haunted places, as far as we know, they've never been possessed or followed. They're not followed. They're not really hurt. Like they walk away and they're fine. So do you remember... And that's what happened. So that's how I I was able to process it as, like, okay, 
I'm really getting pissed off with these dogs. Can you hear um, them? I can't, but I wouldn't worry about it. But do you remember the Armory episode? Which one was that? So there was an episode, I think, in season one or two. It's called The Armory. And it's like an old uh, military armory. Um, and they're there and they're like doing all of these like EVP works and stuff like that. Um, EVP is electro electronic voice phenomenon. I discussed like, that in an, in an earlier episode too, the EVP. Yeah, that was in um, A Conspiracy of Joy and Spirit Boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so go check that episode out. But <clears throat> the armory is in season one. It's episode seven. Okay, yeah. So that episode is um, during that episode, their sound guy, Frank, gets like he said he said oh, yeah. that a spirit passed through him and they go over the footage several times and you see he's stand like they they're in the foreground they're asking this ghost questions to contact them or to like make the lights on like the emf reader to light up and stuff like that traditional ghost uh investigative techniques yeah yeah um and you can see him in the background. His bag of, like, his sound gear gets thrown up yeah. into his face. His arms are on the boom mic. His arms are nowhere near his bag. His bag gets thrown up into this fa- into his face, and he falls on the ground and is frozen on the ground for, like, 30 minutes. Once they finally get him up off the ground, he, like, can't stop sobbing. Like, he can't stop crying. He says that, like I said, a spirit passed through him. And, um, honestly, like, it was it was really jarring to watch. Like, I watched that episode over and over again. Um, and I'm going to have to watch that one now. See, this is why I'm glad we both are doing this topic. Yeah, it was really, he said that he felt full of fear and dread. He felt that he couldn't get up once he was down. He said that he felt something was forcing him to stay down, which gave me, like, heavy sleep paralysis vibes. Yeah. Not to, like, freak anyone out who gets sleep paralysis, but personally, in my opinion, I think that we do not know we do not know jack shit about that and i think it can be all in your head but i also think like it can be a product of your environment and that's Mm -hmm. only my opinion i'm not a scientist i'm not a ghost hunter like i i just i have my own personal beliefs about that yeah yeah because it's like some of the some of the symptoms that people experience in situations like this seem to be very similar to sleep paralysis and it's just very interesting how those two kind of correlate um but yeah he was yeah he was literally in tears for like a long time afterwards and they're and they're talking about it on the show they're like yeah man frank right like whoa that was crazy and he left the show after that yeah i mean i can't say i blamed him i don't i don't blame him either but it's like for being a non-active participant you know you're literally just recording and and getting the sound and for and to get that happen to you like and it just that's wild to me yeah um i mean i would be terrified i would leave personally no yeah i mean but like not to sound terrible but like even that like that is a extreme like one-off occurrence out of all of the hundreds of they have like almost 300 episodes out 
You know what I mean? And so that's where it was able, even though that is scary, that's mm-hmm. where it was able to, like, calm my mind a little bit about... Right, it's like plane crashes, you know? Yeah, exactly. Statistically exactly. speaking, it's not going to happen to you. Does it happen? Yes. If you fly or Spirit s- Airlines, it will happen. <laughs> or statistically, you're more likely to, you know, get in a car accident, I think, than an airline going down. Yeah. Um, but nobody but thinks about that. It's also... The, the, not to condone drinking alcohol do whatever you have to do and i and i understand for people who are sober that this is not an option but the titanic theory uh the guy who went the cook on the titanic who like was an alcoholic and was a drunk and he went down he was the only person who didn't go into shock (laughs) and he was the only person who like basically survived through the whole thing knowing what was going on but because of how much alcohol was in his system he didn't like his body didn't respond in the traditional response uh to this day that is why i drink before i go on a plane (laughs) i'm not afraid like really of shit going down but i'm just also like if it does i want to be prepared you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) anyways that's a that's an interesting way of looking at it. That's really funny because I never looked at it that way. Yeah, um, I'm just okay. like if I go down and if I'm in the water or if something crazy happens, I don't want to go into shock and like not and and that be the end of my story. Like I'd rather yeah. be able to respond and like kind of deal with things, even if I'm a little fucked up. Like sometimes you're able to deal. I mean, and I don't get really drunk. Like I just have like a couple drinks. Like calm down. You just night. like take the egg off, ed, edge off, not I the take, egg. I, I take mean, that maybe egg you take the egg off right Ooh. off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, so we have... Um, we did Jason Hawes, right? Yeah. So now we have... So Grant, wild. Grant Wilson. Ah, uh, so Grant. Grant Wilson is the other, like, co-founder of this show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact... He had an early career as a web designer. Interesting. He, this is how he met Jason, okay? He was looking to get more experience with web design and reached out to Jason to work on the RIPS site, the Rhode Island mm. Paranormal Society. He took one look at that site and he was like, yo, your SEO is shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, he said... He reached out to him knowing he could, quote unquote, improve it a couple of hundred percent. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So their initial meeting was about the website, but they both had interest in the paranormal and their friendship kind of blossomed from that. Mm. Um, Why did Grant get interested in the paranormal? So Grant, in that book that I got for like five dollars, seeking, what is it? Seeking Spirits, The Lost Cases of Taps, okay? Interesting. Um, Grant goes into intense detail about this crazy experience that he had when he was a kid. Grant also grew up in Rhode Island, um, and there, he apparently grew up in a very densely wooded area of Rhode Island, okay? Um... He grew up with, like, ghost stories and stuff, but he didn't really, like, go and explore creepy-looking houses and attics and, like, basements and stuff looking for ghosts. He spent all of his time outside, according to this book. Mm -hmm. 
he joined the Boy Scouts and the Eagle Scouts. He was all about it. So, one day, when he was 15, he says, We were hanging out in the woods near Chris's house, climbing trees and doing the kind of stuff we did in the woods. Suddenly, we got an odd feeling that we should probably go home. I can't tell you where it came from, but we both felt it. So, he was 15. It was then that I noticed something moving among the trees. Oh, my God. It wasn't an animal or anything even vaguely resembling an animal. And it certainly wasn't a human being. It was some kind of distortion in the air. <gasps> oh. Weaving, yeah, weaving its way through the ban- branches. I pointed it out to Chris, expecting that he would see it too. To my surprise, he didn't. He could see the effect the thing had on the tree branches, moving them aside as it went, <gasps> but did not see the thing itself. Ooh, that gave me chills. After about half an hour of this, the phenomenon left us, and we stood there bewildered. What was that, I said. Neither of us had an answer. So, of course, we went back to that spot the next day, mm-hmm. the day after that, and many times thereafter. Every time something happened that we couldn't explain. It was scary, in a way, because we were dealing with something way outside the realm of our experience, but we never felt like we were in danger. Whatever we had stumbled upon... It didn't seem like it was out to hurt us. So then he says, Finally, the presence revealed itself. <gasps> yeah. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I like know it's probably cool, I guess, but like, nah, I'm good. Oh Anyways. my gosh. So finally, the presence revealed itself, but only to me. Chris could see the results of the actions, the dust, the moving branches, and so on, but not the thing that had moved them. For some reason, I didn't understand. I was the only one that could catch a glimpse of our strange companion. What did it look like? It was short and dark. Mm. And from all appearances, very, very curious. In fact, it seemed to want to know about us every bit as much as we wanted to know about it. Oh, I don't like this. I'm like getting nonstop chills right now. It wasn't what you would call friendly, but then it wasn't shy or nasty or frightened either. It was just fascinated with us. I looked up the thing in every book I could find, but I still couldn't figure out what it might be. I remember being afraid that it would go away and we would never know what we had discovered, but it didn't go anywhere. Every time we returned to the woods, it was there, waiting for us. Yikes. We were able to interact with this thing, the entity, quite regularly over the course of the next two years. Two years. Okay, you remember our favorite Fringe episode? Uh Uh-huh. I don't think that all ghosts are applicable to this, but I kind of feel like maybe this is like a... or could be like another alternate universe that there's mm-hmm. like someone there who can kind of see them and is getting the same sort of reaction Bye. from them and being like yep. oh i'm gonna investigate these two ghosts that keep showing up here for the next two years and yeah. they're doing the same, same like exact it thing. seems like a mirror effect like yeah actually it reminds me of a meme that my <laughs> friend sent me i was gonna post to the instagram is it so the I'll spider-man meme it. of like all the spider-mans pointing at each other 
No, but that is funny. Okay, it's this <laughs> meme that says, what if ghosts can't see us either and they're scared as shit because who the fuck is making pizza bagels at 2 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I don't think it's applicable to every energy source, but I do think in, in this situation it does sound eerily like those two old people in the in the same apartment. They lost each other yeah. in alternate universes and they're, like, pulling each other closer, like... It's and literally seem- ripping the world apart, but yeah. Yeah, minus that, minus that aspect. But it does. It seems like because it's like it wasn't friendly, but it, or like, but it wasn't scared. It was inquisitive. It was fascinating. I was like, was curious, wasn't that yeah. what you were doing and what you were being too? You know? Yeah. It's very yeah. interesting. So he continues with the story. He says we were able to con- interact with this thing, this entity, quite regularly over the course of the next two years. It occurred to us that we should run some tests to verify its existence to prove, if only to ourselves, that we weren't crazy. In particular, since I was the only one who could see the entity to prove that I wasn't crazy. So it's Grant. Grant. Yeah. Yeah. One day, the entity decided to mimic my friend Chris. Once I realized what it was doing, I saw the chance to conduct a test. I stood between Chris and the sun so I couldn't catch a glimpse of Chris's shadow and spoil the experiment. Then I asked Chris to stand behind me and make a series of unusual gestures, gestures I had never seen him make before. I couldn't see Chris, but I could see the entity as it imitated him. Watching it carefully, I described to my friend what I was seeing. Then I asked Chris to tell me if he was doing the same thing. He was. Exactly. We kept it up for about... So picture this. like It's like Grant in the middle... Yeah, His friend yeah, is behind yeah. him. He can't see him. The entity is right there, and he's watching the entity make movements that are supposedly the same as his friend who's Trust behind me, him, and he can't I see. Got, I got the chili willies. I'm there with you. Chili willies, yeah. We kept at it for about an hour, and I managed to describe Chris's gestures, no matter how elaborate they got, without a single error. Yeah. The entity then headed back into the woods. Once again, we were left dumbfounded that such a thing existed, albeit a little more confident that we weren't out of our minds. We later found that we could ask the entity to be in certain places at certain times. And I'm not just talking about places in the woods. It would show up in town as well. And each time we asked it to show up at a certain location, we would hear some evidence that it had been there. Not that it had been spotted, I was the only one who could see it, but that something that had occurred that wouldn't have happened if the entity hadn't been there. For example, one time we asked it to be on my friend's school bus in the morning. When my friend got on the bus the next day, which was a Monday, everyone was sitting in the front half of the vehicle rather than the back, even though the back of the bus was where most of the kids liked to gather. On Tuesday morning, after the entity was gone, a bunch of kids were seated in the back of the bus again. So it was like they subconsciously didn't want to be back there because it felt weird. We conducted similar tests on several different occasions. Each time the entity's presence caused a change in people's behavior. No one saw it, but they reacted to it all the same. Interesting. It all ended when I went away to college. The entity remained in the woods as far as I knew. Of course, I missed it because I was the only one who could see it. I had felt a certain bond with it. But there were other things happening in my life. They distracted me from thinking a lot about the short, dark thing in the woods. Probably for the best. But also, it's like his little iron giant. Yeah, so, like, it's funny because he, later, at, like, a few 
put paragraphs. Wow, I've really glitched right there. A few paragraphs down, it says, you know, is it a ghost, a demon? I have my own reasons for saying no in answer to these questions. I've consulted with many so-called experts in the paranormal. <laughs> in the about Reiki my, department. <laughs> I know. About my <laughs> encounters with the entity in the woods, and none of them pretend to have an idea what it could be. That's so odd. You know, also what I think is interesting is like um, when it comes to the paranormal, there's been reports of ghosts that are um, animals, like dogs or cats. Yeah, yeah. So, cat ghosts I feel like are very common. Actually, dogs too, you're right. I mean, it could have been a child, um or a young person who was just trying, who just wanted to connect with them. And maybe that's why they didn't feel threatened by it. Yeah. But, um, but that's very, that's very interesting. I will say, you know, for all the skepticism that I do have, I have had my own experience with ghosts. I have been literally touched by a ghost before. I had no idea that you were touched by a ghost. Really? I thought I told you about this. No, the only one that I that comes to mind when you say that is the wasp story. Oh, no. This was when I was filming. Um, and <laughs> that was for the Devil Incarnate. <laughs> um, Yay! And, yeah, the apartment that they put us in um, was just this really old building. I mean, it was from, like, the 1900s. And me... And the girl that I was there with, we both felt it. And when we walked in, we both were like, I feel like someone's watching me. I feel like someone's here. And we were both just getting really creeped out. And one day, um, and I was like silently, like every time I'd walk around the house, I'd be like, thank you for letting us be here. I promise we'll be gone <laughs> soon. Uh, I understand this is your home and I'm not trying to disrespect that. Like I would say that to my, I would say that in my head as I would walk around and do stuff in the house. And um, one day I had to take her to the gym. I wasn't going to the gym. Come on now. <laughs> but I took her and one of the other um, actors to the gym and then I went back to the apartment that we were at and I was like okay I guess I'll work out here because now I feel guilty I just took y'all to the gym and I'm not even going so I'm like pulling up workout videos on my computer and I had this really cool like sunroom off of the room that I was in like off of the bedroom I had an extra like sunroom with like a full mm -hmm. wood floor like what I would kill to have that space now because or kill for, I guess. But I wouldn't, actually. But I'm just saying, it was a really nice space. <laughs> it was really nice. And God, would I love a little mini dance studio. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. um, Full of sunlight. Oh, yeah, that's a dream. And um, and I'm in the house, feeling a little creeped out. But I'm just, like, trying to ignore it. Pulling up videos on my computer. And I um, had my computer set on the dresser. And the dresser had a detached mirror that was leaned against the wall. And I'm looking through videos and I kept feeling like something was coming up behind me. And I just was trying really hard not to turn around. And then right at like the peak of that moment, I feel three taps on my shoulder. 
Yeah. And it was the shoulder that was reflected in the mirror. That was the only part of my body that was reflected in the mirror. And so I completely froze. I did not move, but my eyes just kind of darted over to the mirror and there was no one standing behind me. And immediately out loud, I was like, please, I promise you, like, we do not mean to disrespect you. Like, thank you for letting us be here. And I think, like, it was just trying to make contact. Like, I didn't feel really threatened, but I just felt kind of scared because I was alone. Um, But after that... I didn't feel bad about anything. Like, I didn't have any... And I never had any, like, trouble sleeping there or anything like that. But it just, like, it always felt weird. Excuse me. Be, like, walking around and, like, being in the apartment. Like, you definitely... It felt it felt literally like someone was following you. And, like, standing over you, watching over your shoulder over everything you did. Like, it just... I just constantly had this urge I to, like... I hate that feeling. Turn around and, it, like... It literally felt like someone was breathing down your neck. Um... But yeah, that was so after so after that experience, it's like I definitely will say like I do believe in ghosts and I do believe that there are paranormal things out there. And I know that we do like to put a dash of like skeptismo salt in everything. Um, But, you know, we all have our own experiences and I can't I can't you know, I didn't have any witnesses there that day. But I was I was fucking tapped on the shoulder by something that was not. Mm-hmm. visibly there and um and it was it was uh a unique experience yeah 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 i'll never no, forget I, that i had never heard that story i just thought that i'm surprised i was... thought i told you that no yeah no um, so i did get stung by a bee or stung by a wasp on my birthday <laughs> we were walking through this abandoned house and um right when we walked through like the threshold of the house um <laughs> And we have been driving around Florida and, like, fucking around. That's literally what we did for my 21st birthday is we, like, drove around Florida and um, went to, like, Clearwater and, like, a bunch of random places just throughout the night and shit. Um, there's your Florida mention for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's and, what I was going to um, say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we found this really cute abandoned house. It was so cute. And we walked inside and there was, like, graffiti all over the place. But, of course, it was demonic as shit. And it was, like, 666 this and, like, you're going to die next. Like, spray painted on the walls because some teenagers mm. decided to fuck with us and it worked. I was going to say, let's, uh, let's oh. really lean hard into that satanic panic that we just talked about it worked i was really freaked out there was also like nails somehow nail gunned into or hammered into the walls that were pointing out so it was like a pokey like i.e matilda the pokey vibe like all in the house like there's just like rusty nails like coming at you so it's very odd and very creepy and I walked through the threshold and immediately was stung by a wasp on my arm. And I was convinced in that moment that I was being touched by <laughs> a demonic soul. And I was like, this is what it must feel like. And then I looked down on my arm and there was a wasp sitting there with its butt <laughs> stuck in my shoulder. Yay, nature. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I've had my own experiences, too. I don't know. Obviously, I had enough to give me great fears as a teenager. Yeah. I also think that I probably just had a lot of anxiety as a teenager, and that was, like, my way, my body's or mind's way of, like, dealing with it was, like, okay, well, I don't have good reasons for you to be anxious, so let's make you just petrified of ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! 
And, uh, but yeah. Um, also, okay, so like back to the show though. Yeah. We went over Jason and Grant, who were the founders. Um, like I said, Grant started his own paranormal thing first in 1990, and then in 1995, I think, they Grant founded started? TAPS. No, sorry, Jason. Jason founded it, and then together they founded TAPS. Okay. In 1995. Um, so, did you know that Ghost Hunters is classified as a docu-soap series? Is it now? Yes. Which, to me, explains the early on drama because you rewatched the first I season right was so offended i literally i, know. I went back and rewatched it because i knew we were gonna do this as a topic and i told her i was like sarah this is like bad like they are they're so rude to each other there's so much drama I was like, I don't even know what Jason's problem is. And she was like, wait, 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 wait. You'll find out. And what the fuck? I did not know that it was like a soap. Yeah. Okay. So according to Wikipedia, such shows often focus on a close group of people and their shifting friendships and romantic relationships, which they did like starting off in the uh, the very first episode. They're like asking their wives for permission to go on that trip and making it like this big deal to go investigate the thing and like there's like this slightly staged argument between uh jason and his wife or like disagreement and then um they also talk about in the show that like they literally say that like jason is like the tough guy and grant is the or no and he's the fire to grant's water Ew. That's what Jason says in the first episode. Ew. I know. I mean, to me, it felt accurate super forced. description of their dynamic, but like, at ew. At first. At first, though. It wasn't always like that. I don't know. What happened? Like, because I don't really know what happened in the end. They did split up. Oh, girl. I know we're going to get there, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, I did watch a lot of the earlier seasons because I didn't remember them. Obviously, it's like I remember the later seasons better because it was left a lasting mark on my psyche. Yeah. But, yeah, watching the earlier seasons, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are they being so rude to each other? Mm -hmm. Like, what is going on? But that does explain Why are they spending so much time focusing on this weird drama instead of the actual ghost hunting? Yeah, Yeah, it was a lot of drama, and it was always, like, these weird like shots in the van where they're like i don't know what i'm gonna do about this guy <laughs> yeah yeah because they're from particularly New they like that i was gonna say particularly it's one guy named brian harnoy uh Har- brian i think it's harnois or something fine harnois i don't know how to i think it's harnois i don't know i, I never knew how it was spelled but i know oh. that's not how they said it <laughs> oh okay yeah. anyways he was on the first three seasons um full transparency uh, he was not one of my favorite people no he like was determined that every fleck of dust was was a ghost yeah yeah everything was like oh my oh my god dude dude didn't he say dude a lot i feel like he said dude a lot dude Dude. run yeah dude dude oh yeah did you see that one i rewatched that one where he's like dude dude run (laughs) 
Like, oh my god. He's very then, easily spooked. And then there was a bunch of drama because he never took responsibility for his And he like he lost ups. all he lost all the gear and all this shit. Yo, Jason's like New England accent in the beginning of the show it's is like so real hardcore. Thick. Yeah, it's like it's real thick. What am I gonna do with this guy? He's losing all my gear. He's costing me money. I know. <laughs> I know. But um, yeah, he was one of the original ones, and he was sort of like cast in the problematic child role until right. he left for a new job. Um, there was some, I don't know, I don't, I don't really care that much about him, because I thought he was annoying. Sorry, guys, if you care, I guess, good for you. He just, he honestly, he seemed problematic to the process of, like, actually being able to, like, capture evidence and shit, you know? Yeah! And he was very dramatic and very, like, biased. I did feel, like, like, bad for him at some points, because I, as again, I did not realize that this was categorized as a docu-soap, so I was, like... Doesn't that explain um, they're so being much? So rude to him. Yeah, I was like, I get that he's like a little bit of a fuck up, but like you hired him and he's on your team, so maybe don't be rude to him because like yeah. maybe that's not how people thrive in the workplace. Just saying. Well, keep in mind this was also in two thousand four. Well, yeah, but also the docu soap for me no, that that does nothing. excuse a lot. I know two thousand four. Yeah. That's what I was saying and. Whatever, I think the last episode where I was like, y'all, don't romanticize, like, the early 2000s. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Remember For when, real. We always just, when we all used to have a hard R, like, peppered in conversation? Like, we don't need that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, he eventually left for a new job. After he was caught doing some shady stuff, i.e. constantly lying to Jason and Grant and avoiding taking responsibility for his bullshit. Which, you know, whatever. There's always going to be guys like that. All right? Yeah. So then, my the other person that I was going to mention is Donna Lacroix. Oh, yeah, Donna. Ugh. She was the case manager for TAPS. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually has a degree in civil and environmental engineering. Interesting. Yeah, so you would think with that kind of degree, she would be smart and She would not. get a real job? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can feel you thinking it. Well, and also, you know, like, if you're... Something I've learned as I've gotten older is, like, you can be, like, smart, but not be, like, at all emotionally intelligent. Right. I don't feel like... 100%. She, she was emotionally intelligent. Um... And, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I do have a, I have a whole scandal section of my notes. Oh, So yes. I will get a little bit more into that in that section. Uh, she left in about 2009. She might be acting. Apparently, Facebook mentioned something about her acting as a police detective in a serial killer film called Watching You. Oh, uh, but I'll I didn't, keep an eye I could not. That. I could not find it on IMDb, so I'm convinced that it does Doesn't not exist. exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other originals that came on are faves. Steve Gonsalves. Oh, my OG. God. Uh, I have a couple fun facts about Steve. He used to be a policeman. I know. That's one of my fun facts. Uh-huh. What the fuck? I didn't realize that. He also will not eat seafood, which I am 
stand by that decision. Because it's haunted? Wait, you don't like seafood either? Not particularly. Most seafood. Yeah. Um, He is afraid of flying, which is why he never did anything. (laughs) Yeah. Ghost Hunters International. Pretty sure there's a couple episodes where they drove, he drove separately really far distances instead of getting on a plane. Well, and there was a couple episodes, too, where they even got him to the airport, and And he he had to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's also very afraid of spiders and bugs, which you can see a lot in the show. He does a lot of jumping screams, and it's my favorite, actually. He's generally pretty afraid of all living things, but if a ghost makes contact with him, he's like... Whoa, that's so cool. If a frog makes contact with oh him, my God, frog. he I screams about that higher pitch than I could even... Bats could hear him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dogs could. <sighs> yeah. Um, another, my last fun fact, is he admits that he has never seen a ghost. Interesting. Never IRL. It, it, it does say seen. It does yeah. say seen. But yeah, con- admits- evidence is different. Yes. Um, another fave we have is our good good guy Dave Tango. Oh my God, I love DT. Okay, so Dave and Tango, or Tango and Steve, Steve and Tango. That's what Steve it is. Steve and Tango, yes. They're the dream they're team. They're quite. They're the dream team. They're quite the duo. They crack me the fuck up. I was well, watching I'm, one episode where yeah. <laughs> they're trying to like debunk some noises that people heard. No, no, no. Oh, my God, They were yeah. trying to provoke a ghost that doesn't like loud noises. Oh. So they're running around this hall in this uh, fancy old house, just running around the... Steve is... Or, no. Steve is clanging on some, like, dishes or something. Yeah. And then Tango is literally running laps around... Oh, my God. ...the hall. And then <laughs> another one, they went to Miami... And they're like, well, maybe the ghost doesn't understand us because we're speaking English. And then they're like, well, do you know Spanish? And he's like, I don't know Spanish. So then they're sitting here doing freaking ghost hunting stuff, being like, me amo, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Como estas? And they're saying it's super lame, too. Like... Oh my uh, god. Me gusta queso. You know, like stupid. It was so funny. Yeah, exactly. I don't know exactly. What that is. I don't know. They how to just, speak Spanish. They're just really funny and I they definitely add a fun humor side to the team, which I enjoy. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say is like that's the one thing about them and why they're so enjoyable to watch for me on that show is because they are themselves. Like, they yeah, can't help but they're be not, themselves. Yeah, they're not putting on a persona. Yeah. They're just... When they get excited, you can tell it's genuine. When they get fucking scared, you can tell it's genuine. Tell it's genuine. You can tell it's genuine. <laughs> I don't think any grown man ever wants to go, ah, to a frog. Like, I don't think anyone wants that recorded for Dude, viewers. we died at that. That was I, so funny. <laughs> Or even spider webs, not even spiders at, in no, real it's life. Not even the webs a spider, themselves. It's the cobwebs. Yeah, you will die. And I respect um, it because I get scared of things too. But it's like it's 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 authentic. It's is my really point. funny. Yeah, yeah, it's authentic and it's funny. Yeah. Um, other honorable mentions we have is Chris Williams. 
Oh, she yeah. Was on, yeah, she was on the show from 2007 to 2010. Mm-hmm. And then she was on Ghost Hunters International from 2008 to 2012. She left the show when she felt like the show took things too far. There's a quote from her that says, The biggest problem is our audience has been desensitized. They want to see chairs being levitated and thrown. They want to see people being possessed. It's impossible. And you have honest investigators stuck in the middle of this trying to make the show interesting without being a fraud. Which... Interesting. I think that that's a good point. Because it's not a horror movie. If you want to go see that shit, go watch a horror movie. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. or like fucking Zach Bagans and Ghost Adventures. Ugh, don't even. No. Okay. I have like the biggest issue with that because it's like they're the the way that they film things. And that's one thing that I did like about Ghost Hunters. It's like it's easy to be a skeptic and watch Ghost Hunters because you do get to see things replayed over and over again. You do get to see it multiple angles. You do get to see the film to be like, you know, brightened and slowed down. You do get to kind of build your own opinion no matter what their analysis is yeah Um, yeah exactly and like they can say (laughs) there have been so many episodes where they're like oh it sounds like he's saying come see me please and all i hear is like yeah yeah a lot of but yeah like you said you can make your own you can make your own assessment, and yeah. and I like that they take the time to analyze the footage, and I like that that's part of the show, and I think that's why it was so, like, compelling for me personally, because, like, when you see a show that's, like, so, like, um, fanatical, like, the Ghost Adventure show with Zach Bagans. Dramatic, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you don't, first of all, they all go in there with their own cameras, there's no cameramen, and then they're like, whoa, this thing just scratched me, and I'm like, based on the camera angles, that dude that's standing right behind you could have literally just scratched you, and then you turn around with the camera, it's like, there's no way to really prove See, that this is happening. See, but on the flip side, people get, people get pissed off at ghost hunters because they have a camera crew. Because the camera crew could be doing things that we can't see. I'm like, okay, but by that logic, yeah. Like, you're just like you pointed out. Zach Bagans and them with carrying their own cameras could easily, like, point the camera in one direction and then, like, throw a rock and be like, oh, my God, did you hear that noise? You know what I mean? Like, Well, and also, I like that they have cameras. Because they also have, not only do they have a camera crew, but they have cameras set up in every room. Yeah, that's true. So it's not even, so there are things that are caught when there's no one around. And to Mm -hmm. me, that's more compelling than three dudes, each with their handheld cameras, and they're, like, turning like rapid fire at each other like oh this thing just like this thing just whispered in my ear what oh this thing just scratched my leg what and they're like oh this ghost is possessing me and using my energy i can't with that like it's It's, just yeah i watched that episode because i was intrigued i was like i want to see zach bagans possessed (laughs) i don't remember it was like the p peabody school or something yeah it was like a boys school and he like went in there and i was i was curious because i had heard some people be like yeah it's really weird and he's like acting really weird and and because I he's an attention seeking mm-hmm. i feel like so i feel like i heard somewhat like a quote from i don't remember what it was but i feel like i remember a quote being like there's no like if he was acting he should get an oscar and that's what made me turn on the episode and then I watched it, and I was like, okay, if this is what we're calling Oscar-worthy, then Leonardo DiCaprio should have gotten an Oscar, like, decades ago. <laughs> like, yeah. not Oscar-worthy, not even worthy of a nomination. I'm skeptical as hell. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, Anyways, I'm right there with you. I digress. Now, so our last two people I'm going to mention is Amy Bruni. She was the other girl, and her mm-hmm. and Chris got paired up a lot. I liked both of them because yeah. they're pretty, like, even-tempered. They came, you know, they always wanted to deep. So my biggest thing with Ghost Hunters is that I like that they also try to debunk stuff. Right. Which is not, they're not just taking into account what people say and be like oh my god we gotta be on the lookout they're like well why Mm -hmm. would why could this happen like when the episode where steve and tango are in that area and they're trying to piss off a ghost okay one of the Mm -hmm. things was that the window was supposed to open and the window did open they were like oh my god but then they checked it and the way the pressure was if anybody in the house opened a door door, the the thing would open. open yeah so there we go it's not a ghost it's just you air know, pressure air pressure yeah. and science yeah and like that's what i like instead of being automatically like oh my god can you believe we caught this crazy evidence. thing yeah exactly it's like there was even several episodes where they don't get any actual evidence and a mm-hmm. lot of it was just debunked which i like also but people might say it's not exciting but like and that's it's where also it's realistic to hear well i mean i understand chris's quote but it's also annoying to hear that, like, that's what they felt that their audience wanted from the response that they got. Because yeah. I did deeply appreciate, besides the soap opera antics, is, like, one thing that they did say from the beginning was, like, we are here to help these people and to tell them flat out if we think this place is haunted or not. And if we don't think it's haunted, that gives them peace of mind. Like they, that was always like from day one of like, we want to give these people peace of mind, whether it's confirming or not confirming what they say either way. Like that's the goal, you know, is to give them answers. And to their credit, the drama definitely petered off like quickly very quickly which i'm like cool with yeah um but yeah no that's that's what i also like is like i just said like a lot but the the approach of like we're not doing this to like we're doing this to help people and to get answers not Mm -hmm. necessarily to catch ghosts like yeah we want to catch ghosts but we're really there to get the answers. But that's and not the I. goal. The sometimes goal is the answer the, is mm-hmm. is not what pressure you is weird. The house the is wiring little, the is the wiring is off. Up. Yeah. yeah, the air ducts do certain things. You Whatever, know how much you know? relief that has given me in my life is when I walk into a space and I immediately feel weird. My first thought is, I wonder if this building is up to code. Yeah, that's the or first the thought old I have. Wiring is weird. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe there's exposed wires close to me. Like, Which, I don't immediately assume that it's a ghost unless it taps me on the shoulder and says, "Hey, I'm a ghost." I mean, that other ghost didn't say, "Hey, I'm a ghost." I heard it in my mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Her name is Fiona. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I said yeah, and then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> But yeah, so there's a there's Amy Bruni. She was on the show from 2011 to 2014. She also has her own show now called Kindred Spirits, which was on Ooh. from 2016 to 2020. She or another guy, Barry Fitzgerald, he was on Ghost Hunters International uh, from 2008 to 2012, and he was also on eight episodes of Ghost Hunters. Also, I just wanted to give Barry a shout-out, because he's a little Irishman that I just love he hearing He was him so talk. good. Oh, my God. And honestly, the Irish Fairy episode, and it's not what it's called, it's 
Slep Castle. It's Lep Castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a Lep Castle episode. Lep Castle is hella haunted. And you know what? To be honest, I might do uh, an episode about it because. <sighs> Yeah, that might be my next Paranormal and Supernatural because it is, um, the history of Lep Castle is one of those where I'm kind of like, if enough terrible things happen in a place, I think that could possibly, like, alter the energy. Yeah. It's like Chernobyl. Chernobyl is altered forever, okay? And yes, that is a physical thing that also happened, but do you think, like, thousands and thousands of years from now or whatever radiation is like oh kind of okay so millions probably yeah <laughs> but i still feel like if you walked by there you know and you'd or, be like you'd be like um is the wiring off like something's a little something does not feel great <laughs> is something not yeah. the code because i don't feel so hot um <laughs> maybe i feel too hot mm. hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah no lep castle that episode really uh, freaked me out. Um, yeah. I decided when we were watching that episode to, um, <laughs> so we used to project <laughs> ghost hunters on the wall in our house and we would shut off all the lights in our house when we watched it. And, um, during that episode, I decided to get deep into my Irish roots and look up all the creepy Irish folklore that I could find <laughs> online at the time. I didn't know that part. I was reading intensely about screaming banshees, about fairies. Like, I had gone down a, a furry burrow oh. of Google, <laughs> and um, I was deep in there. And I decided, I didn't decide, my body decided, nature decided that I had to go to the bathroom at one point. All of us are in the house, okay? The entire family is there. I go <laughs> to the bathroom. And I just get so freaked out by the time I get to the bathroom because all the lights were off. Maybe the wiring was off in that house. I don't know. But it's like by the time I, I got know, to the bathroom. It's like, eh, anyways. Yeah, it's like by the time I got to the bathroom, I was like panic mode. Like I had freaked myself out to the point of like, okay, like do you know you know when you freak yourself out to the point where you have to be like, Okay, listen, you're fine. You're Everything's good. fine. You're going to be, be great. Fine. You're going to wake yep. up tomorrow. It's going to be Monday. You're going to have to go to school. Like, you're going to have to live your life, and you'll forget about this. I was giving myself that calm down pep talk and mm-hmm. um, went to the bathroom. And I came out of the bathroom. Again, the entire family is home. There's no reason to think that there's anything weird or supernatural going on. I walk out of the bathroom, shut the light off, and I notice that Sarah's door is slightly ajar. She is in the house. She lives there. She very well could have gone in her own room. But I was so freaked at that point that I was like, oh my god, something was in her room. What is going on? Like, I had fully launched into panic mode. And then our mother sneaks out of her room behind me and grabs me from behind as I'm walking in full panic mode, trying to remain calm. <laughs> Walks behind me and grabs me and goes, ah! And I turned around just to scare me because we like to do that as family. That's I was going to say, that it we was, enjoyed. <laughs> we're going to have to describe that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, in more detail. But like, yeah, I, I literally turned around and my brain was terrified already because i had worked myself up into a panic but i was instantly relieved that it was her however i couldn't stop myself from screaming so i grabbed her hands looked her dead in the eyes and just screamed bloody murder (laughs) into her face (laughs) like directly into her face and like 
blood curdling scream, guys. <laughs> like the kind of scream you hear in all the horror movies. I have screamed that hard in my life since. No. <laughs> oh was, my god! That was the most intense scream I've ever. That heard, was the actually. best anyone has ever scared me. Yeah. And, I, and I don't even think she knew how much she I was working know. myself up into a tizzy before she got there. But Jesus. Yeah, that Lep Castle. I will never forget that episode. I'm like, yep, that was Lep Castle season the three. Irish fairies, mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. The little face in that one, that was creepy. Mm. Oh, it was creepy. <sighs> uh, but yeah, so as a family, we were a really fun and healthy family. So our bonding in our <laughs> teenage years included binging Ghost Hunters. And, and then in this. The shit out of each other. And scaring the shit out of each other. So in this particular house. The bathroom was located in a location that at night when you shut off the light, you you're, you're like it was in like a dark like almost like cave like area. So like you a little see vestibule where like yeah. you, you're immediately like plunged into darkness. Yeah, so you could literally just stand like right next to the outside of the bathroom, and if somebody was there right after you shut off the light, you wouldn't be able to see them, mm-hmm. which is how we scared people so many times. Uh, but yeah, oh, we would yeah. just take turns doing this all the time. And that was, yeah. It was our little bonding fun prank. Prank wars. We also, oh, you remember when we had the, (laughs) the uh, blanket fort in the living room? Oh yeah. How long was that up for? Oh, it had to be at least two weeks, maybe longer. I think it was like two weeks. But we even okay, so we're kind of the family that like uh, fluffs and stuffs, cleans everything up. (laughs) <laughs> when people come over and we were so proud of how well this blanket fort took up half the house oh it half did the house we were crawling around in sheets and blankets for the fun of it at all we were basically all adults at that point <laughs> i was out of college so that means we were pretty grown at the time no i was gonna say we were all adults like yeah i'm pretty sure i was like 21 or maybe yeah no i was out of school at that point yeah i was 22 yeah we were all grown adults and we just made a blanket fort and we would all all just because we watched that episode of community that's what happened and we all made the blanket fort and would watch tv in there all of us including our middle-aged parents and Uh, it went all the way up to the front door when we invited people over we were like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to crouch down and crawl through this like we're yeah. really proud of it and we want you to enjoy <laughs> it was a you know it was a feat of science and engineering that's where yeah that's where donna's civil engineering and whatever other engineering degree came in handy civil and environmental engineering but yeah, yeah she wasn't using it so we decided to use it for her oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes no regrets no regrets. Actually, speaking of, would you like to get into the scandal section? Oh, thank God. I thought you'd never ask. Whew. Okay, so... Grunge.com has a whole article about why they think Ghost Hunters is fake. Ooh. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, Ghost Hunters Taps talks about how they're the first investigators to investigate a location, but quote-unquote almost never are. Which, like, in my mind... Who the fuck cares? I yeah. I don't care. I don't... Who cares? Zelda. No. BB Zelda Yahtzee. cares. Hold oh, on. it's Yahtzee trying to get to Zelda. Yeah. Hold uh. on.
I'm really annoyed because I didn't get a snack because I was trying to be quick. Do you want one? Shut up. You're so rude. <laughs> yeah, so apparently they pretend they're first investigators, but almost never are, quote unquote. Who cares? Like, I don't care. Uh, a quote from Donna, Taps investigates many, many different places. The most wonderful thing about almost all of them is that Taps is the first on the scene, like every time. Despite mm. the haunting occurring for years, decades even, absolutely no other opportunistic ghost hunting groups have ever come and gone. Which, okay, sounds fake. Okay, so Turns Donna out said that? Is. Yes. All right, babe. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, another thing that they talk about in this grunge article is the fake drama Hmm. which like we just said it was a reality tv show like no shit it's fake Mm -hmm. all of that shit is fake did you not know that Mm -hmm. just because it says reality tv does not mean that it's actually real they get paid so much to do that (laughs) like come on yeah uh, like, apparently one time there was some missing equipment and there was a huge deal about it, but the crew actually took it to make it seem lost. Which, to me, that also doesn't sound like fake drama. That sounds like the production crew created drama. The drama was real, but the reason was fake. You yeah, but I mean? that is the making of a reality show. That's what the exactly. producers are for. The producers are there to literally create a show for you and they will do exactly. it at whatever cost. And they will stir up drama, Okay. Then this article also claims that somebody found a script at Overlook Hospital, and there's a picture of it. Um, so I don't know. What do, what do scripts look like to you? Um, I'm thinking like your typical screenplay, like the courier new font, uh, center aligned lines after the other stage directions and parentheses, etc. Yes. So, I'm going to send this to you and see what you think, because this is what this article is claiming is a script. Also, this article is, like I said, written by um, The Grunge, and um, All right. I'm going to describe what I'm else. reading. Yeah. I'm reading what seems to be a copy of not even a full yellow legal, legal pad, but like a yellow Little note mini pad. one. Yeah. Um, it says camera one, building three. Nicole had heard the sounds of dragging, something being dragged, exclamation point. Nancy, sounds of, quote, shuffling coming from building three. Joe, female voice on camera one. Kyle or Kel, um, voices and conversation heard in building three. Nate, are you guys in building three? Question mark. There are voices and shuffling noises now. Jamie saw, quote, orb of light and heard, quote, loud tap in building three. So this is Also, like, who are all these people? That is a good question because I don't know anyone on the show named by any of these uh, names. Joe, there's that guy Joe Chin who's on Ghost Hunters International, but that's the only one that I could think of. I would that matches. be suspicious to know, or like if I knew what episode it was, and to listen and watch it, and if the episode like was edited at the end, and this was how it all panned out, that might be suspicious. Um, but yeah, Jamie, I don't, I can't even read this name. It looks like Keel, but it could Keel. be Keel. It's Keel. Okay, it looks like Keel to me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's hard to make out. It it looks like it could just be notes, but it also 
kind of looks like it might have been written all at the same time. Right? Yeah. So, so I don't it's, know. It's 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 interesting. At One, least it's definitely not a script, by the way, which is what the article right. claims. Not a script. It could be a um well I will say it's like when it comes to like an A V script or like other versions of script, it's like a note of like a scene of like what's gonna happen. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'd be interested to see if that's exactly how it played out once the show was edited and aired. Because that would be a different story. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll have to do some further investigation. Mm. Yeah, it said that it was found at Over... I think it's Overlook Hospital, but I think my computer autocorrected it to Overlook. Mm. Uh, But it still seems, uh, you know, shady to me. I'm a little skeptical. Especially also because literally none of the names match. Mm -hmm. So, like, are we sure this was from Ghost Hunters? Or was it a different show and you guys are just dumb? Mm. Are you... Dumb? dumb. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so here we go. Here's my favorite. There's, I have two favorite scandals, okay? Okay. Donna talking shit. Oh, right. our girl Donna. So Donna left the show and then immediately started stirring up drama. Mm. She called into a radio show called Ghost Divas, okay? <laughs> I know. So, and there's a lot of notable things that she says. There's a whole long interview that she does, but there's a lot of notable things that she says. She claims that Jason and Grant are the quote-unquote kings, and they had their whipping boy Brian in, and that she feels that Brian was exploited to the point of mental abuse. Which, like, wasn't great in the beginning. How the fuck did he get out of the laundry room? Oh my god, Yahtzee knows how to open doors now. Are you sure it was Yahtzee opening the door? Stop it. Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna turn him into a tiny fluffy rug. <laughs> um, or a hat. So, yeah, she says exploited to the point of mental abuse, which is like, I don't know. They're a little, like, Subjective, to say the least. Yeah, exact, to say the least, exactly. So, another thing she says, her contract with GHI, as well, which is Ghost Hunters International, as well as Brian's and Andy's were the same as hers, and apparently they were so bad that the three of them, quote-unquote, almost went bankrupt and that is why they all left one by one. But she believes that Jason and Grant are set up for life due to their producer's rights and portion of the merchandising. She went a step further to say that she isn't sure if... Yeah, this is the part that gets me. She wasn't sure... She went a step further to say that she wasn't sure if Grant and Jason knew or not, but then added that they apparently didn't give a shit. She added that she, Brian, and Andy all had the same entertainment lawyer that was supposed to be good, but apparently wasn't. So that sounds like they got themselves a bad lawyer. It sounds like Donna is Donna. Like, I'm, I'm I sorry. For anyone who's watched the show, it's like her, it's like Brian Arnois is like, he, they are the, some of the least credible people I have seen on television. 
besides certain other people who were mentioned earlier that I'm Zach Bagans. Um, uh, what? Uh, Bagel Bites, Zach Bagans. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, and also, yeah, you didn't, it wasn't your idea. You didn't produce no. the show. Like, no. What rights do you and attach then, to the merchandise? Did you did you design it? Is my question. Like, if it was your original design, if you designed the font, or if it's you know, it's like if you had some like sort of creator. Like, it just seems like overdone and dry. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, okay, if you had a shitty entertainment lawyer, that does suck. But that does that sounds like a you problem. Like, not to sound terrible, but like. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, that's kind of what made the... That's more of an issue with the lawyer, I feel like, than the actual show. I'm closing this, and then I'm going to respond. I just didn't want to, like, be crinkling plastic and talking at the same time. I wonder why. Because it's rude. I'm so sorry. They're on the floor now. Um, what was I going to say? Shit. Talking about the entertainment lawyer. It sounds like an entertainment lawyer problem versus a... Oh, yeah. That's, like, what made the drama in the beginning so believable is because I feel like it was not, like, whether they knew about it or not, like, it seemed believable enough based on their character. And I don't know these people, but it was just... You know, it's like you get a vibe off of somebody. Like, when someone just, like, farted and you walk into the room and, like, you smell something and they're like, oh, it wasn't me. And you're like, I didn't ask you anything, but, Yeah, um. exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, when people, like, incriminate themselves accidentally and you're like, I never asked you what color the car was. And you're like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, that's, um, that's exactly the vibe that I'm getting Not from comparing this. them to criminals, but it's just... It just is, like, a little bit of a sketchy vibe, a little bit of, like, uh, trying to make everything seem like it's something and give things more credit than what is due. Yeah. 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 So, she also admitted that she is bitter. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she says that she has to work all the time because the show put her in such a financial hole that she is living with her parents due to some fi- the same financial issues. Are, you, are we like, sure that it's not getting two different degrees in engineering and then not being an engineer? <laughs> are we sure it's not that? I was going to say, like, it's not that financial issues don't suck. It's like, you know, le- uh, it feels like you're trying to take advantage of the situation. It feels very much that blame, way. You're an educated people person. That are, yeah, that are famous. Yeah. So that you can hopefully get something else from it. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she also repeatedly called TAPS a cult mentality that not everything you see is real. People need to start thinking for themselves, lol. And that she expressed anger toward the Ghost Hunters production company when she was photographed at a paranormal lecture in her Ghost Hunters International hoodie and she was flipping off the camera. Again, you're angry at the production company, but you're the one who did it. And why are you wearing a hoodie? if you're right was that during like it was during a lecture but like again like yeah but it's like like, it it does stuff like you fucked up and instead of being like oh oh well like no it's your fault no you're the one that actually did it you didn't have to very much gives off off the vibe of like trying to be like i'm a part of this but yeah it's 
It's very I odd. I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't understand why you would wear the hoodie if you want nothing to do with them or if they screwed you over well, that I think bad. it was when she was still working for them towards the end, Okay, maybe. okay. Because okay. I was still. like, that gives me weird vibes. Like, I'm not going to, you know, that that's, yeah, that's, anyways, but still, but still. So, rebuttal, Jason <laughs> put the, something on Twitter that was up for a few minutes before it was removed. Was it was it a tweet? It was a tweet. It was a said, tweet. As for those asking if I heard the radio thing, not a bit. Okay, he says, As for those asking if I heard the radio thing, a bit. Not concerned at all. Taps has never done anything wrong. People can say what they want. And then he deleted it. And then he said, uh, he did ask fans of ghost hunters not to attack her in any way and please do not say any negative things about her. Um, he also said that he was asked not to respond about it directly from sci-fi and they wanted to write something up professionally and release it. We have nothing to hide, so I'm comfortable with that. And that was his response. So then Donna, again, (laughs) comes back. All right. Mm. Um, she says, I can guess that no one in the cast or anything to do with the show would place a comment on my blog to support me. I can guarantee that. That is fine. But I know why. They don't want to rock the boat in this field with these shows. I don't live my life in fear anymore. I don't need them to comment, although it would be nice, because I stand behind my beliefs. A little bit of a contradictory statement there. Right. Then there's another quote. I wasn't trying to discredit anyone. I was answering questions about my experience. Mm. I never said anyone faked anything. Oh, well, she did. The gaslight is on. I know. That if it did go on, I wouldn't be privy to any info because everyone knows I take investigating seriously. (laughs) Oh, man. I love a good gaslight, babes. I know. And backpedaling. Another quote. Please note, I never said I hated or disliked Jason and Grant. I said I was disappointed with... I was disappointed things had to change because my new boss in town was the TV show. So I guess she was annoyed that I became a TV show. And then below it I put, can you say backpedaling? Backpedaling. Yup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just... mm. I didn't know about that. I was really... When you said scandal, I was like, why did they break up? What happened? Oh, no, yeah, we're going to get to that one next. Are uh, you ready? Yeah, because they, uh, they started out, obviously, as ghost hunters. How long did they last as ghost hunters together? Like, on ghost hunters? Get you. I'm going to get you. Okay? Oh, just answer the question. So, well, because it's a complicated answer. That's why I'm going to... Hold on. Hold your horses, okay? Horses are held, but they're bucking. All right. Grant, one of the founders, departed Ghost Hunters in season 11. Mm-hmm. In an article written by CheatSheet.com, I got very reputable sources, I know, but this was the stuff that I could find. <laughs> um, there was a Reddit... So a Reddit user described... Uh, situation and they were like remember years ago where there was a flap where Grant was caught faking things there were lots of posts and videos as I recall showing he faked a noise by throwing something over his shoulder or invisible strings attached to him not long after Grant did this uh, not long after Grant Grant did his I want to be with my family and operate a bed and breakfast thing 
So another article on something called a site called the occultsection.com there said Grant is a controversial figure though as it seems that whenever Taps was gets caught faking evidence Grant is at the center of it. Lots of people I know blame Grant for this and call him the worst of the bunch. I don't quite see it that way. I wonder if he's just not as into the money, the trickery, the ratings, and perhaps his heart just isn't into hoking. I don't know. They get into this whole thing. But anyways. couple of different. I never yeah, would have expected thanks. that. So I was intrigued because those things that I did find there insinuating that he is leaving or he left because of he was like caught faking shit yeah okay so then there's website called ghosthuntersfans.com and in his own words i'm gonna read you his uh his answer to why he left okay Mm mm-hmm Cancer, divorce, bakery. By the way, they're in all caps with exclamation points. Ah. All of the above. Just kidding. My, how the rumors fly. Everyone insists that something devastating had to happen to kick me off of it, off TV and back into the doldrums of everyday life. Everyone aspires to be on TV, right? Well, it is far less complicated and dreadful as all that. I have no regrets and love doing it. It was just time to move on. We were filming nearly every week of the year, Monday through Friday, sometimes more. I felt that after eight years, I had sufficiently reached my goals in spreading awareness and acceptance of the paranormal. Those eight years on the road were kicking my butt, and I was ready to be back with my family and pursue other aspects of my life. Um, his other, his main reasons, he said, you life he you live your life in a box. You spend most of your life in a box. House to car to airport to plane to car to hotel, always in a box. I'm an outdoor guy, blah, blah, blah. He didn't want to do that anymore. Sleep? What sleep? Well, they're doing all their investigations at night, right? And they're at the mercy of airline flights and schedules and traveling and all that stuff. He's like, you know, I wasn't getting a lot of sleep. Okay, fine. (laughs) Another one is fine dining. Eating out is fun and a treat for most people. When you have to eat out for every meal, it destroys your health. No matter how healthy you try to eat, you always feel like crap. Okay, I guess that's a reason. Halloween is reason number four. My kids are growing up really quickly. If you're a parent, you know exactly what I mean. While filming the live Halloween show is always a challenge and lots of fun, I want to spend Halloween with my kids. Okay. Five, super dad slash husband. It was really hard to come back from a wacky week of sleep schedules, bad meals, and boxes and slap it, it snap into a normal life routine. It was not easy to get all of my FaceTime in with my kids, my lovely and ever-patient wife within two days, not to mention missed concerts, sporting events, art shows, date nights, etc. So, he's claiming, oh, and then at the end, he puts, oh, by the way, I haven't been wearing my wedding ring because my wife surprised me with a beautifully custom-made ring that I love, but my finger has a reaction to it. We are trying to figure out a solution. I guess he wasn't wearing his wedding ring. I don't know. Seems like a lot of, like... Seems like a lot of answers, which right? is suspicious because it's like, I never, I never thought that way of Grant. Honestly, I always preferred Grant to Jay, um, and this probably has a lot to do with the beginning episodes of his like had ball busting New England vibes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um. But I did always wonder, and that does, it does seem like, it's like, it's like, you know, when, when they say, like, how you can tell someone's telling a lie is like, 
they say honestly too much. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. he, obviously, he didn't, like, type honestly, but it's like, or like you're when you're giving like, a list of very specific things that obviously people have brought up. And also, the wedding ring thing, I feel like, is weird. Like, if it's like not a weird overkill. thing, then yeah. why do you need to bring it up? If it's not a weird... I was going to say, there are plenty of people who are married who don't always wear their wedding, wed- wedding ring. It's a thing. You it know is what a I mean? thing. I also do understand, you know, maybe the pressure of being somewhat in the public eye that people like will like comments and like haters can get to you and you can respond to like petty shit because people are like like, who cares yeah but it's like if okay so you were saying earlier that like 25 tiktok notifications and you're like i don't want to look at it you know what i mean so it's like imagine if you are getting a lot of emails and like comments from people and they're like oh he's not wearing his wedding ring Oh, he doesn't care about his kids. I wonder how his kids are trick-or-treating. It's like people say a lot of stupid shit on the internet. So I could see both sides of being like he's responding weirdly to random comments that affected him personally. <laughs> I guess. Or, or, it's, an, or it's an overkill really, situation. Yeah, overkilling. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Grant left in 2011. Um, he... After he left, they did more Ghost Hunters show until it was taken off the air in 2016, and it went on a three-year hiatus, okay? Mm-hmm. It was brought back by A&E in 2019. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how we discovered the scandal. Uh, in 2019, with just Grant and a whole new cast of Ghost Hunters that we did not know. Yeah, like in a whole new cast of investigators. Yeah. Um, why did he come back? That is the question. So I was reading somewhere that Grant was also asked if he wanted to go back on the show, but they wouldn't let him. A and E asked him, but they wouldn't let him. Them bring back their old crew, so he said no, and Grant said yes. Mm. So. That's how that happened. Then at the same time, mm-hmm. we get Ghost Nation. What is right. Ghost Nation, sister? Ghost Nation is a paranormal investigative show that stars our favorite uh, investigators, Steve Gonzalez and Dave Tango, along with original Ghost Hunters and Rips founder, Taps founder, um, Jason Hawes. Yep. Yep. And Sporting so an unfortunate goatee for Ooh. several episodes. For uh, several episodes, yes. Um, so Ghost Nation is brought... I'm trying to figure out who it's sponsored by. I think it was the Travel Channel. Yeah, so the Travel Channel decided to buy Ghost Nation. And so when you've watched the first episode of Ghost Nation, they're like at a paranormal convention. Uh, Grant... Steve and Tango are at a paranormal convention and they're talking about having a, you know, national network of paranormal investigation, Mm -hmm. investigative groups, right? Right. And so working together to create a, I know, it's, babe. What's she doing, little cutie? She's being super weird. What's she up to? So yeah, they want to do... Okay, well, like, tell us what she's up to, at least. She's scratching 
at the wall. <gasps> no. I don't know why. I think she also wants Yahtzee. Are like, they I'm both fixed? Oh yeah, hardcore. Wow, but they seem to really like each other. I mean, I'm glad they're friends, but also like she's still a little sick and still on antibiotics, so they need yes. to cool it until Safety they can be first. Quarantine yes. is important. Quarantine is important. Okay, so yeah, the the first episode they're at this paranormal convention and they're talking about how they want to have this broad, overreaching right. uh, society and connect. And so all their episodes. They're working with a person from a local branch. Right. It could be Taps. It could be yeah. somewhere in a different state, Pennsylvania, wherever they go, which is kind of cool. I do like um, that aspect. I do like that. Yeah. But again, it's a lot more like Ghost Hunters was. I'll be honest, mm -hmm. I didn't watch the Ghost Hunters without Stephen Tango because, like, why would I? Um, Stephen Tango were my were absolutely made the show for me. And also, I do like the element of, like, supporting local um paranormal investigators exactly and, like, and giving them a little bit of like uh exposure and training i will say that ghost nation is not filmed the same way and that's the thing that bums me out about them splitting up is that the way that they had filmed ghost hunters i really enjoyed and i don't think either is shot the same anymore um mm -hmm. the, the production value has gone up insane Lee, um, and it doesn't feel as authentic. Neither show does. Mm hmm I can see that. It's also just, I think it's different that it's so, you can see, like, color. It really throws so me off. It's so new. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I, I, yeah, don't get me started on that. I have a weird I know. thing about new things. Uh, yeah, everybody does. Um, so... We have these two versions. Ghost Nation. Let me double check my dates. Um, but we did watch Ghost Nation. When did we first watch Ghost Nation, my dear? Oh, we first watched Ghost Nation when we were at the Empress of Little Rock. We sure did. It was amazing. Which we mentioned in our first episode. We sure did. Oh, yep. Yeah, that was such a fun time. We were in the honeymoon suite, which we did not mention in our first episode, but also <laughs> I did not know at the time. <laughs> we didn't know. It's fine. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Ghost Nation also starts back up in 2019. So Ghost Nation and this rebooted Ghost Hunters with the original title name, but with only mm. one original cast yeah, member. so sketchy. Cast member, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. And also, <laughs> I feel like this is a slight dig. Ghost Nation's first episode is called The Boys Are Back. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. That I can get on. For a second, my brain was like, how is the Ghost Hunters episode called The Boys Are Back when literally it's one boy? No. Ghost Nation, yeah. Yeah, which... Uh, it's like they were... They were they were the... I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Jay, but I think that's, again, from the original first two seasons. But, yeah, it's like Steve and Tango. They were the crowd favorites. Like, they were the most authentic people. And by crowd, we mean our favorites. <laughs> Yeah, but we but didn't really talk to anybody else about this show. <laughs> so true, honestly. <laughs> but I'm also like, if you have the confidence to come back with a series and be like, the boys are back, like, then you know. I They must have gotten feedback that, like, yeah. Steve and Tango were the most, uh, like, 
probably not verbatim the most authentic say, people on the show but like yeah they didn't get the name but they did get their own show sponsored by the travel channel right yeah so they had two seasons that were from 2019 all the way through they aired through this year like they were i was watching them up through february of 2021 they were airing new new episodes. Are they cleared for another season, or... Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you look happy, but I'm suspicious. I am. Oh, okay. sorry, girlfriend. I didn't know you were there. She just yelled at me. Did you hear her? I did, yeah. She doesn't, like, meow like a normal cat. She'll just be like, ah, 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 ah. Like, really, I can't Aww. even do it. I pitched. Um, but Ghost Hunters... Got, is was purchased by the Discovery Channel, which is why I got Discovery Plus. Right. So one, all the old episodes are on there. Not and, all of them. They're missing okay, the best seasons. I think they're waiting for them to like get out of, out of whatever contract or contracts they were in. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, it's because they were first owned. The whole show was first owned by Sci-Fi. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now it's on Discovery Plus. And this year, as of, like, last month, I think is their first episode, they are rebooted. The TAPS team is reunited. They literally say that in the first episode. I started watching it. Um, I kept waiting for it to start, but I didn't, uh, I couldn't find any new episodes until, like, today. I didn't finish watching the first episode. But, uh, yeah, Ghost Hunters is fucking back, and they're reunited, all of them. <gasps> we have, except for Grant. <laughs> except for Grant. Jason, Steve Tango, they even have Amy and Adam are back for a little bit. Dustin Pari, the guy with the spiky oh, hair that Mom loves. he was so annoying. Yeah. He was the new Brian Harnois for yeah, me. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And he wore the weird... The weird visor. visor that can't. thing that people wear as a wig. You know that? You, I know. Like, have you seen that hat that has, like, the fake hair? People, I can't. Yeah. I've been fooled by that stupid hat so many times. It's the hat so that annoying. has the fake hair on it. Yikes. Yeah. Um, that is so, so wait, so wait. Let me recap for my own brain and for maybe others who are like me. So you're saying that Ghost Nation had recent episodes up until February 2021. 2021, yes. And then A&E was like, no, we're going to take y'all as ghost hunters no. and drop? Yeah, so A&E, or Discovery Channel bought ghost hunters from A&E. Oh, dropped, dropped Grant? the new cast with Grant <gasps> and his people, and then got uh, Jason, Steve, Tango. Tango. And then, like I said, they've reunited for this Amy, episode. Dustin. Yeah. When is the episode? Like, or did it already air? It literally aired October 30th. Oh, my God. When I was stabbed. Yep. Um, it is the first episode that's out. And they're revisiting the Missouri State Penitentiary, which they haven't, um, they haven't investigated in 10 years. Uh, but it's wow. so funny because I watched the beginning of the show and they restarted the show like there wasn't a fucking gap at all. It was so trippy. What happened to I, Grant and no, Jason? I 
tried I so hard, sister. I want to know. I've, no, because I've looked it up, too, and I've never found a clear answer. They answer. always give these nope. very clean publicity like answers of like I want to be back with my family or like whatever bullshit I need to trick or treat with my kids for Halloween and I'm like or I am not wearing my wedding happened. ring because I have a reaction to it no something weird happened and we don't know we don't know what it is god I'm gonna wonder about that for like the longest time I know it really is driving so what is Grant doing now has nobody asked what Grant is doing now that he was dropped from A&E I haven't seen anything about him. I haven't seen wow. anything about him. Yeah. Um, Ghost Hunters returning to Discovery Plus with familiar faces is what the article says. Um, Thank goodness. But yeah, dude, I, I definitely always like favored Grant over Jay. And I again... Until it was, this it was, weird nonsense. Yeah. Until the weird nonsense. Yeah. But it was a 100% because of the soap opera aspect of the first few seasons. Because Grant seemed like the more level-headed, cool-tempered, like, hey man, like, let's just like hear everybody out. Like, that was his role in that dynamic. But hearing this and... Yeah, I mean, I never had a problem with Jason. It was just, like, obviously, he was, like, the more... I'm the New England hothead. Yeah, Yeah, I'm the gruff guy in charge. Um, That was the vibe that he brought to the table, but that doesn't mean that he's a bad person. 13 episodes are going to come out this year. Ah! And on Discovery Plus. Ghost Nation is also available on Discovery Plus. But Ghost, Ghost Station Hunters. technically, like, is not still happening? Or, like, I don't understand. Are they no, I think the they're time? done with that. No, okay. because that's the, yeah. But, yeah, they re- rebooted what Ghost Hunters. What a power move. I know, right? Also, I love that they named their first episode, The Boys Are Back. Oh, because <laughs> like, you tell know me, the boys. You can't tell me that's not some petty shit. I know it is. It is. A hundred percent, but that's what I'm saying is, like, I wonder if from, like, audience feedback that they knew. Because, I, I mean, listen, you get Steven Tango, I'm down for anything. Like, dude, I, I fucking love those two. Dude, they're my favorite. Uh, I would love to meet them someday just so I could. I, like, don't even want to meet them just so I could talk to them. I just want to see them hang out together in person and be stupid together. Like, that's <laughs> what I want to see. She's like, I just want to stalk them and, like, watch them interact in their everyday life. Oh. That would really give me so much joy. <laughs> Whatever. I don't need to have a conversation with you. Just, like, go do some dumb shit. Anyways. Um, it doesn't make it better, but I fully understand the sentiment because I'm, like, the same. I'm, like, I don't really need you to talk to me and pander to me because I feel like when you're an outside person meeting people yeah. who obviously have, like, a career in the public eye, that's what it is. It's See, like, oh, you it's cute. It. You're you a fan. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't want that. I want to watch you guys order a drink at Starbucks. <laughs> no, How man, much you do I order have? That that has too much sugar. Like I can oh, just picture them bickering. God. If like, I could get them on Cameo, that would be my request. So it's like <gasps> I need to film. I need someone to film you guys ordering at Starbucks for the first time, or ordering at a coffee place for the first time. You don't know what drinks they have, and I want to. I want to see this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I say a coffee shop? I meant a brewery. Yes. There we go. Any because of those Because all options. coffee shops are breweries. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you forgot that. that. Yeah, 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 that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did. I forgot. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, my my theory is is that when they rebooted Ghost Hunters, but only had Grant and this whole brand new cast, everybody else was like, "What the fuck?" And they looked up and they saw that Ghost Nation had three of the the of original, the original yeah. cast. That's doing exactly a what we thing. did. Yeah, that is what we did. <laughs> and they were like, "Well, let's just watch this instead because it's." better and also we don't have to pay for it on premium hulu like i'm not gonna do that shit some bougie yeah. ass motherfucking bullshit no yeah and you know, yeah because we really wanted to watch ghost hunters and then we saw it on what was like the hulu premium we're like yeah. i'm not gonna pay 60 dollars for this bullshit no. no go watch ghost hunters on amazon prime no not anymore well maybe ghost i don't know nation anyways. is what you ghost meant. nation sorry yeah, yeah. yeah see it's very confusing guys it is confusing. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, wow. Yeah. What a what a wild ride. I just wish I knew what happened. It's like if anything, if anything, I'd love to like run into Grant randomly at his house, maybe in his driveway. And um, all right, that's not crazy. <laughs> uh, was it a joke, ma'am? Excuse uh-huh, me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Obviously, I'd wait till he went to the grocery store so I could make it seem like a random event. Calm down. You're it's making this sound radio. creepier. Stop it. <laughs> I don't You're even like know really how to. Re- I, don't, I don't know how to recover from that. I yeah. was kidding. I am kidding. I still will always be kidding. But I would still love to ask him. Like, dude, come on. Can you tell me what happened? What was it really like? Like just, just say it. Just I tell just, us. Just tell us. Just fucking Please. get it out there. No one really cares. We just like need to know because we know that this is bullshit. Well, and you know what's so funny is that like they have done reunion episodes with Grant and Jason. Like Grant has come back. Like uh, in 2014, he came back as a guest on the. Ha- uh, Halloween special, I think. Mm. So, like, they have done stuff, but I'm wondering if this recent revival and, like, uh... Was, like, the end-all be-all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I... Like, when you take deals with I mean, with and networks, they are... They're literally competing on rival ghost hunting shows. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it does... And it a, oh, and I'm like, weird. also, okay, how are you gonna be, like... Okay, I have to leave this life because it's too stressful and terrible. Yeah, and then, and then three turn years later, and signed on to a network without by any of the people. Yeah, with a just you, a whole new crew. Yeah, mm. that is shady as fuck to me. It is. It definitely is suspicious. It's not like I feel like he did it, and he is literally like tap dancing to be like, "Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be suspicious." suspicious. Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Okay. Uh-uh. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That is my in-depth research. I am a little sad that I could not find the real reason behind his departure. It's, like, one of those mysteries that's really going to eat at me. I hope it's one of the mysteries, like, that is solved for me once I die. Like, along with, like, you know, the bigger mysteries in life. Like, I really hope that's one of them. on to the book that is bound with my tattoos. Ew, stop. And you will reach out to the nurse next to you and you'll say, please, please, just tell me, why did Grant do what he did? And then you'll, and that'll be it. And they will always wonder who Grant was to you. I know, right? (laughs) Why did he leave? 
so I spent a lot of time watching the earlier episodes and um, some highlights. I only have a couple to share with you. No, I but love it. Did you watch the one about Waverly Hospital? I did. If I ever had to do a comedy skit about ghost hunting, I would get so much material from that episode. I'm trying to remember. I also binged a lot in a very short amount of time. Oh, my God. The beginning of that. It's just all so ridiculous. And trust me, I've had a lot of ridiculous moments in my life in the last fucking four weeks. But, um... In the Waverly Hospital, they were literally like, the beginning is like, yeah, it's a couple. And I think they're recently married. I don't remember if they were married or if they weren't. But I think they were either recently married or about to get married or something like that. But we're going to go with recently married for now. Because okay. that's that's what I feel in my heart. Um, I should probably just look it up. But it's you fine. said it was Waverly? Waverly Hospital. Hospital. I almost said mansion. No, and literally in the beginning, it's like this couple, um, and the guy. I think I remember this. Keep going. I remember the newly married thing. Right, and he's like, yeah, she put her entire life savings into this hospital, um, and so I just really wanted to support her renovating it, and, like, they were, they wanted to turn it into either, like, apartments or, like, an inn or something, and um, and it was just, like, the way that they started out, I just, honestly, it's probably, it sounds bad, but, like, I just started laughing immediately because I was like, this can't be real, right? Like, this has to be scripted. Y'all did this not was in the just. first season? I believe so. It might have been the second season. Um, but, yeah, Waverly Hospital was just one. I think I looked up a bunch of, like, top ten or, like, top, moments of ghost hunters and then would go and watch those episodes um but yeah he was like immediately starts out of like yeah we put all of our money into this and this is a property we own now and this is what we're stuck with and the construction crew they interview the construction crew and they and the contractor and they are literally like yeah i went in there one day and um i didn't feel right and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ask any of my guys to go in there like, they were, you, and you could tell, like, they were, like, legitimately freaked out. He was like, really? I've tried to do projects in there before, and you see things, and it's just, it's not, yeah, they, they would <gasps> oh, not yeah. go in there. In Kentucky. Yeah, they would not go in there. Like, the construction crew made me, like, fully stop laughing. But the beginning, when they were like, all of our saving, because it was just almost like, we're on TV, so we're going to look nice. But, like, but like yeah, this is us. broke with a crazy, haunted, creepy sanatorium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just... Please help. I couldn't help but uncomfortably laugh at the situation. Because <laughs> um, that's how I deal with uncomfortable things. But, um... Yeah, they were trying... They Apparently, there was a contact made with uh, Mary Ellis, who was a surgical nurse that had killed herself on site. Mm, yep. Okay, that's checking. Um, so that one was super creepy to go back and rewatch. That one, I really... I mean, it's like I truly do feel bad for people who are in those situations. And, and did you know that some states do not require you to disclose whether someone has, has either died that. on the property or the property murdered. is haunted? Or, or haunted. been murdered. Yeah. Um, Colorado is one of those states. Yikes. 
I not don't know what that. I don't know what the other states are, but I know a lot of people will be moving to Colorado, and I'm just kind of like, hey, shout out, just like maybe sage the house or like have a priest do it, like make sure it's done correctly. Is my point, like, but yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. I thought wherever you bought a house or wherever you did things, like you had to disclose that information, but I I think in New York you have to. Um, I don't know about Florida, but that entire state is, like, in the process of, yeah, just... Falling into the ocean? Falling into the depths of something. Okay, so the one other thing I was going to bring up was Clifton, Arizona. What episode is that? Uh, I think it's season two, episode seven? I don't remember. I think it's, or maybe season two, episode one... But it's this the entire town is haunted. What? Okay, I have to look that one up. Yes! It's Wait, the most what place haunted. Is it? Clifton, Arizona. It's the most haunted town in America. They literally opened the case up with a town hall meeting. Yes, and people... You guys can't see my face, but I'm very excited about this. She is. She is. She's cheesing. Um, but, yeah, they literally had a town hall meeting and asked if... Wait, is it Tombstone, Arizona? Is Clifton. Sorry. Uh, C-L-I-F-T-O-N is what I have. Only one F. Um. Okay, but, well, you're gonna have to send me the episode, because I am not having luck finding this. I'll send it to you. But, yeah, so they had a town hall meeting, and I remember Grant mm, asking people, like, hey, if you've had a paranormal experience in this town, please raise your hand. The entire fucking room goes up. Like That's they insane! Have all, and, they, and there's, like, between 100 and 200 people there. Like, it's a crowded meeting. Um, a lot of people, and they investigated um, a bunch of different locations in the town. And I forget, I think it was in a theater that they were in when investigator Kristen Lumen got thrown down the stairs. Yikes. Now, these stairs were like a three-portion stair that kind of went around a square mm-hmm. angle. So you probably have like six steps going down, corner, another six steps going down, corner and then like four steps going down yikes and the last four steps she literally like she doesn't jump but her body like is on the landing and then it's on the ground and it and and obviously it's like they don't they're not trying to film her because like they're just walking down the stairs and they're like going to another location to do like evps or investigations but it was really weird. It's not even like... Because it wasn't even like she tripped. And it wasn't like she like jumped and like threw herself forward and like sacrificed her body for her craft. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. like... Weirdly, she was on the landing and then she was on the ground. And it was really weird. And I watched it over and over again because I was like, I don't know about this. But it was really weird how she literally was just like in one place and then, and then- she wasn't. I mean, I've um, fallen pretty hard, and I'm sure it's very impressive and weird to a lot of people. I have fallen, too, but, like, I don't <laughs> miss the stairs. Times. Like, you, like, you try to grab at things, and it's like, like yeah. I said, it's like it's not like she threw herself or she jumped. It was literally just, like, 
she was just on the ground. It was very. We we'll have to. Yeah, yeah we'll have to definitely go me. and check it out and watch it. Um, but there's another episode we haven't mentioned. Oh, what episode is that? Can you guess? I literally just said, what episode is that? Okay, well, fine. It's the St. Augustine Lighthouse. Oh, that one was very compelling, actually. And I remember I was so disappointed when we went on our own ghost tour of the St. Augustine Lighthouse because I was like, I want to see something cool. It was so fun. It was fun, I guess. We got to do ghost hunting at the St. Augustine. We got to have our own EMF readers and all that stuff. So that was cute. But the footage that they got of somebody, like, running up the Look, stairs and yeah. looking over was really, uh, really compelling. Interesting, for sure. to say the least. Yeah. yeah. That's a also, good episode. Also, Keith and Carl, we didn't mention them. You're, do you not remember oh, Keith Oh, you're and supposed Carl, to mention that. That's The you. demonologists? Yeah. Okay, so Keith and Carl Johnson... Um, they were, like, demonologists that were hired for, like, I don't know how many seasons they worked. I want to say season one and two. I don't know if they made it to, no, I don't think they made it to three. I think they were literally just on season one and two. But Keith and Carl Johnson worked with Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they worked with them, and they worked on the, con like, the, uh, the, uh, the Perrin or the Harrisville house, um, the house that was based on the Conjuring, um, mm. they investigated that and helped them with that, and they worked closely with Ed and Lorraine Warren, which I didn't know, but they're also, like, when you watch them on the show, it's... Oh my god, I forgot that Meatloaf was a celebrity guest investigator. Wow, I definitely forgot that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, it seems they had just... So they're both, they're, de- they're identical twins that are demonologists. Um, you know, it's funny, it's not coming up on the uh, Wikipedia, so it must not be true. <laughs> Kidding, guys. What, Kidding. Keith and Carl or Meatloaf? Yeah, I'm not saying... Oh, no, I found Meatloaf on Wikipedia. No, Keith and Carl Johnson are definitely on there for season one. I don't oh, know if they made wait, it yeah. to season nope, two. Oh, wait, yeah. Nope, Carl Johnson, demonologist. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, From 2006... 2004 to 2006. Yeah, so I think they were on just season one and two. But they're... It was just weird because, like, their, their input was very um, subjective. Well, I feel like with the title of demonologist, it would be not a sound. Terrible. Well, and that because that's some of the criticism that Ed and Lorraine Warren had was that they were some of the criticism besides some of the weird other criticism that we're not going to get into. But there was other allegations that had nothing to do with ghost hunting that were very which odd. is also yikes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not going to go down that little rabbit hole, but um, but some of the other comments and stuff is that they are grifters. <laughs> we did that I know, you time. mean me on. <laughs> um, no, but that they're grifters or that they're in it for the money and all this other stuff. And I'm not saying that Keith and Carl Johnson are in it for that, but it just... When you watch them on the show, for me personally, it just, it feels like they get a lot of feelings. 
Okay, so... And there's not any real concrete evidence to back up those I was going to say, one of the things that they do say early on that I like in the show is they're like, when in doubt, rule it out. Yes. And I'm like, that's the type of mentality we need, not the like... I'm feeling anxious. I don't know. It's just like the... It's so subjective. And it's like... And you could say you're feeling whatever, you know? And you can also literally convince yourself to feel whatever, too. If you're... Yeah. Yeah, I just... I don't know. It's a slippery slope with demonologists. Or defending demons. I mean, (laughs) there's that, too. Or defending demonologists, you know? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, but that was pretty much it. I just thought it was really interesting because I was, like, looking into them because I'm like, what the fuck is a demonologist? Because it shows up as a credit on the show. Mm-hmm. And then I looked into them and I was like, what? They were involved in the house that what The Conjuring was based off of? They worked with Ed and Lorraine Warren? Like, yep. what? But I guess, you know, all demonologists, like, have their little... Do you think they get, like, a degree for that? No. You don't, you don't and- think that they went to... They, or, like... That's another thing about this. I just find it so funny about Donna. That civil engineering and environmental engineering. And she's like, they stole from me. And I'm like, babe, like, you stole from yourself. Like, you yeah. had a future and you you left it behind. Yeah. This, that probably uh, sounds bad. And I'm sorry. Everybody has their passions. Uh, you know, I'm with you, though. Yeah, it says demonology is the non-scientific study of demons or beliefs yep. about demons and the hierarchy of demons. The whole non-scientific study just, like, gets me right there. I'd be very interested as to what their thoughts were on our Lady Men's episode. (laughs) They'd probably be like, these bitches need to be exercised. Uh, And I don't mean going to the gym. (laughs) I feel like they'd probably be like, that's not how you pronounce that. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost Hunters. Yeah. Oh, it's Steve Gonzalez, Gonzalez and Dave Tango. Woohoo. Wahoo. Wahoo. Um, yeah, babes. We love you all. And thank you for listening to uh, another episode of the Wonderless Podcast. We're so happy yes. to fucking be here with you guys. Like, this is the joy in our lives. Besides, uh, she's like, not even exaggerating. No, nope, like, I don't know. This, about. this is pretty close. I mean, I do love people and care about them. <sighs> I'm like, like, you have a kid. You can't say nope. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I mean, like, this is the thing that I get to do for fun. Yeah, Everything exactly. else is like a must. So, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> we are so glad that you have gone on this wild ride with us yet again. Yeah. Um, y'all are fab, and, uh... Next week, we're gonna be talking about... There you go. Do you know what we're talking about? Do you? We talked yes, about... Yes, I do. True, <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> true crime history, paranormal, science and nature! Science and nature! Science and nature! nature. We may or may not have a surprise for you next week. Yay! Because that's how being an adult works. All right, it is it is it is bill paying. 
It is making commitments. And yeah, it's that's also, the actual chaos. <laughs> it's also realizing what commitments you need to uh, drop. But if you want to follow us on Instagram, <laughs> you can follow us at wonderlust.pod. We'll be there. You can also visit our fantastic website, the wonderlustpodcast.com, mm-hmm. where there's all of our episodes are posted. We have links to our merch. We have pictures if you want to see pictures of us for some reason. We're real cute. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. She came in real hot and then she pulled back. I guess. <laughs> Story of my life right there. <laughs> uh, we will be back with Science and Nature next time for you and uh, hopefully we'll have a surprise for you. Yes. So, hey, wonders. Hey. It's time for us to wander off.